city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 72. When last we left you, you had, um, we were doing downtime in the city. I think last session was when Gloria Alapona got shot. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, and the villagers rejoiced. Yep. Mm-hmm. Almost of them. Uh, Varric Van Kassiken is unhappy with you. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding, really? <laughs> you well, think? <laughs> seethingly, murderously angry with you, one of the Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know how I could have made that any better. You no. Tried. No. There was a no win situation. Yeah. Yep. Then Carlo hung out with Jack, people hung out with various people. Um, Garen learned the secret signs. <laughs> Possibly the first paladin in history. He did body class for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think it's, I find it funny how you were, um, yes they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I think it's funny that you're all like, wait, Lucy knows, and Silver knows, and Blah Blah knows, <laughs> everyone knows. <laughs> I pinch the pixel? Well, Flora doesn't know, and she had to basically deliberately not live, given the environment she was in for a couple of years there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a Just chat... Just though? I love the conception that Flora managed to be part of the child thieving ring oh, for years without ever learning no. how to steal. Yeah. <laughs> that shows dedication. No. I also had a chat with, um... Neolanders? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, and, um, and discovered he had a secret crush on a certain somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't silver. <laughs> shocking. Shocking. You're, no you're, shocking. You're a bit young for him, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, but, um, so, also, Silver's a little too, too bandrobious. <laughs> yeah, um, Silver's also not been at the house for a, a good week. Yeah. So, um, he's, he's findable. Mm-hmm. But he's not making himself known as Silver or Mordell. He's making he's hiding. He's, still he's hiding. But if you go looking for him, you'll find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we have another a new three headed chimera. Oh, yes. Yay. Yay. Um, this this one has come out the day after Gloria Alcona's, um trial and execution, uh, which puts it a mighty two weeks after Vincalo Jack received a letter from Vincalo. That was an incredibly compact campaign. Only two weeks, wow. <coughs> Less, actually, by a day, but close enough. Uh, so, three-headed chimera, 22nd of Farast, 4721, after <laughs> Uh Headline, House Arcona expunged following treason verdict. Uh, Lord Glorio Arcona and Tomris Arcona, the only Arcona survivors of the combined assault on Pallas Arcona, were both found guilty of high treason and executed by crossbow squad yesterday. Tom Russ being one of the random cousins. Mm. What do you think I'm saying? 
Uh, I believe he was a flamingo man. Oh. Uh, evidence was presented to the Corvosan High Court, allegedly showing Gloria Arcona's hiring of the Red Mantis to implement the Blood Veil Plague for House Arcona's gain. Testimony was also said to have stated members of House Arcona were shape-shifting Rakshasa, animal-headed demons from Budra. Mm-hmm. In an emergency session, the five great houses, Ornelius, Endrin, Jagari, and Laurent, that being four of them, the other one, of course, being House Arcona, uh, made clear their opinion formally expunging House Arcona from the council. Yay! Seneschal Tenef Mandravius refused to comment on whether House Mandravius would now fill the role of the fifth great house. Oh, hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Well, certainly I have been in extensive consultation with Queen Eliosa on the matter. If a fifth house is still required, and if so, who should represent it? Mm-hmm. We're trash. Uh, the courts have been the courts have been working to process the Arcona estate with the Hell Knights <coughs> excuse me taking charge of the investigation into House Arcona servants, guards, armsmen and merchant factors to determine how deep the Arcona conspiracy goes. <laughs> uh, a formal announcement from the Queen is expected at the completion of investigations. Palace Arcona has been placed into the stewardship of the Dragon Mark heroes who fought so valiantly against the plague. Remaining Arcona funds are presently being investigated. Uh, then we hear from our friends again, the lion says Corvosa is shocked and revolted to discover the blood veil was spread intentionally. A quick death was too merciful for the criminals behind this horror. The goat says, what will become of the patronage of the orphanages, food banks, and other services of House Arcona? Are they to be assumed by the Queen's blood-giving relief fund? The dead are dead, but the living must live with the fall of House Arcona and all that comes after. An army marched upon House Arcona and wiped it out. A cold lesson. Maybe more than one lesson in it. The snake says, we have only the word of those who benefit from the Arcona's fall of their bestial nature. No proof of them being rakshasas. If we allow armies to march to slay those deemed to be traitors and demons, do we now invite those armies to our very doorstep? Okay, but Snake, they've been accommodated <laughs> for more than just being demons. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so but, it shouldn't the, matter that they're the, also rakshasas. The Snake is pretty much universally the voice of doom and, citi- yeah. and cynicism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's basically pointing out, once you allow the concept that anyone could be a shape-shifting demon monster, and all you need to do is point your fingers at them and declare it so. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Mm-hmm. And then there is an artist's conception of Gloria Arcona, what he might look like as a Rashasa, which is surprisingly <laughs> accurate. Artists are good like that. Well, particularly when the GM has a yeah. What's really cl- What's sure. really clever is how they print it in colour on the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we are back into um, downtime again. I have. Yep. Assorted collections of mail here for people at some point. Alright, so um, let's roll through the downtime things and then we'll buy treasure and people who aren't having scenes can look yep. at what treasure they want to buy. Yep. So, um, I have... Um, you you guys were looking at having... Do you want me to give you the list again? So I don't expect yep. anyone yep. you, you were looking to have a house party of some kind? Yep. Yep. Um, there, uh, Lucy at the Lucy at the least. Um, 
I imagine just Lucy and possibly Silver on the basis you wouldn't necessarily expect other people to be interested, but basically um, Eliosa requests and requires your attendance at a conclave of the five houses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Anybody else who desires to be there is more or less welcome to, but it's highfalutin <coughs> politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, you wanted to talk to Grau Soldado about the duel. You wanted to talk to Majenko about his secret backstory. <laughs> uh, Silver wanted to talk to some combination of Octavia, Tanith, Nakota, and Iliosa. Mm-hmm. And you have several letters. And Garen's going to have like a five minute scene. Is that the, uh, the crafting? That's the, the crafting I've got here. Yeah, I have three walks worth of crafting with them. They're made of metal. I was thinking of leaving Ralph Soldado to next downtime on the grounds that I've done extra stuff, cool. so I just want to do the Majenko thing. Cool. And it's walks because it's the metal came straight from Mumpai. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so where do we want to start? You've got the vast majority of the um, scenes still to go, Susan. Do you want to mm. go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll I'll do the Nakoda, I guess. Sure. Um, so, question: What are the um, Cinderlands like visually? So, what you've got? Very useful. So you've got, like, the sea is out here, the Chalitian Empire is down here, here's Corvosa, yeah. and then the the overwhelming majority of people who belong to Corvosa live within the city, because you've got 18,000 people packed in there. And then you've got a bunch of very nice sort of lush green farmland all the way out here, mm-hmm. which is where all the Shantae used to live, you yeah. know, in the lovely... Um, and then you've got a set of cliffs up here, and then the Sinterlands are up here, and they are barren, barren, rocky desert, so kind of Utah-esque terrain. Mm. If that gives you an indication, thanks sort okay. of Utah, Arizona, that kind of area. They're a they're a shithole. They're a um, it, it's it's a waste that is extremely hard to live in, which okay. is one of the re- one of the many reasons the Shawnee are unhappy. Yeah. Um, so. When I did my survival training, I was out in the farmland area. Oh, I mean, you could you could get up to the, the Sinterlands go. Well, the the Sinterlands bits that have got the Shanta up here are up here, but they go all the way around, so you wouldn't have to go terribly far. Like two days out of Corvosa would get you into a chunk of Sinterlands. Okay, but if, like the the area that I was doing the survival training with with Nakoda was that in the farm area or the Sinterland area? I would say the Sinterlands because the farms are just not all that hard to survive in. That's but he he would give you he, he would give you well, actually to be honest, given it's you, mm-hmm. Nakoda would have probably actually started with right, Silver. We're outdoors. This is a tent. You know, <laughs> make your DC five survival check to live in this field for a day. How did and, you, you know, for? Drink from this stream <laughs> and eat these berries, kind of thing. 
No, it, those dairies. It's like, right, okay, we've built that up yeah. over a day or two. Now let's go to the windswept plains of blasted, burned land where there are giant cinder worms to eat you. Yeah. Okay, but like the cinderland area is probably not quite so so comfortable to live in. No. So probably the farm area. Okay. Um. So, so silver at this point has probably been disappeared for a, a good week. Um, been thinking about things, and he's he's kind of at the, the one week point. Miraculously, he's he's starting to come to terms with it a little bit better. Um, but he's been hanging out in Corvosa, various different parts, not with not using magic to disguise himself, but um, just being, you know, like. A, a, a civilian. Civilian. Grab, I think, might be the word you'll use. Yeah, for. so like nobody would expect me to be Mordell because I'm yeah. living like a commoner. Yeah. Um, Which we all know Mordell has no idea how to do. Yeah. Eating from <laughs> markets instead of from No, servants. actually, Mordell has a better idea of how a commoner looks now. Yeah, yeah because he's actually Silver has one. an understanding of how commoners yeah. look. But Mordell yeah. doesn't, because everyone yeah. knows he's always been a rich person. Yeah, <laughs> so, so nobody expects, yeah. like the Inquisition. Yeah. Um, so nobody expects the Mordell Madrovius. Yeah, <laughs> he's been kind of staying in um, low-budget inns and stuff like that. Not necessarily on the street, but like in low-budget inns. And like his, he had some wealth on him before he went and visited um, Burek, so... He's been living off that. Um, So Silver has written out a letter, and he's disguised himself as a a courier, and he's going to go up to... It's not House Arcona. Like, what are we calling it now? Winterous Manor? Not yet. (laughs) Not yet? It's not officially anything? Right now it's just the the Manor. Yeah, the Manor. manor. But we'll name it Winterous Manor once she's had a big coming out. So Silver in disguise as a courier is going to go up to the Manor, and walk up to the front door. Does he guards? Brunsk on Brunsk. guard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as you walk up, there's the, the big sort of hairy little man behind there with a hand axe in his belt. So put the hand up. Stop. You have business in manner. Uh, there's a there's a thing. It's like I got a letter, and the letter for the uh, for for Nakoda. Brunsk. Brunsk no Nakota. Fine, strapping man. No shirt. <laughs> Brunsk, Brunsk, take letter. No, no. I've been told I gotta, I gotta give it to him in person. Brunsk Sorry, this accent's going terribly. Brunsk, Brunsk. <laughs> it's, it's very good for mangled street promotion. No, I'm going for a very specific mangled street promotion. Cowboy street promotion. Brunsk just... Ah. Wait, wait here. Brunsk fetch. Brunsk fetch handsome champagne. Nakoda comes out. He's got his shirt thrown over his shoulder and it's been speckled with paint and just a little bit on his side as well. Painting, or I'm painting one of the rooms. Oh, yeah. Because you always take a shirt off to paint a room. Oh, yeah, right. that's exactly yeah. what you do. No, know. he's taking a shirt off because his shirt has paint on it. Ah, okay. He was in the middle of going to get a new shirt. He was in the middle of going to get a new shirt, but Brunsk interrupted him. <laughs> yeah, sure, Look, sure. This is what he always does. Nobody complains. <laughs> so he, he comes out, sort of, you know, says thanks, Brunsk, you know, Brunsk will nod and just walk straight off and go sort of back to the more main gate area. Um, and Nakoda's. So, yes, you had a letter for me? 
Is he going to roll a, dis- a, 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 a sense motive or something? Can I have that dice? They're in the black cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose I'm going to have to... It's a bluff. It's a bluff, isn't it? Nice. Uh, yeah. Here, and pass the little all wise and all knowing. <laughs> okay, but I think it's going to be has really a positive one. wisdom and a perception score. I, I, I think it's awesome if he spots it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he gets yeah. it. He does get a nice hefty bonus <laughs> yeah. because he, he definitely yeah. knows silver. Yeah. Very well. You know what this reminds me of? What? Sherlock, whenever he goes into a room with Watson. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So with an 18 on his perception check, plus 18 is 36. He sort of, he sort of, he sort of says, so you've got a letter form and trails off slightly, tilts his head and sort of double, double takes at you and then, and this sort of says, sorry, you look a bit like, wait, silver? <laughs> What happened, Mordell? What happened to your hair? My God, are you all right? You're wearing that. <laughs> Have you been mugged or something? Apparently, I've lost my my, my touch. <laughs> you, you barely look like yourself at all. I, I've been taking a break. I've been wondering where you'd gotten off to. We were starting to get worried. Is everything alright? It's a little bit better now than it was before. I just had to have a bit of time to think about things. Why don't you come over here, sit sit down by me by the giant topiary elephant? Because you guys own a giant Tartary elephant. Yes. Yay! You've advertised it this remarkably well. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the Center Lands, but better. <laughs> Not the weird things. That's great. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um, I guess, where's the Tartary elephant? Is this... Out, garden? The, out in the gardens. Yeah. You remember, they've got that lovely yeah. Yeah, okay. garden. So it is completely magnificent. It's like sitting in the rainforest. Oh, no, I should probably keep my disguise up at least for like old Corvosa. <laughs> they don't know who I am yet. Sure. I don't know how they don't. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not very good at disguising myself now. <laughs> if if it was anyone but you, you wouldn't have looked anything like you. Oh. <laughs> so you caught me off guard. I didn't expect him to actually recognize him. <laughs> no, no, but he rolled an 18. Yeah. And he's got a plus 8 perception and a plus 10 bonus. He's got a sign of just love for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, 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 I should get going and do my career thing. Yeah. So he takes your letter and looks very confused and cracks it open. Um, Silver will dash off. Um, Basically, it's a letter... And he'll, uh, he'll sort of do it. You know, wait, no. Okay, just go on. Yeah. <laughs> and he reads the letter, and what's he reading? Um, basically, it's a, an invitation to to meet Silver at a location. Specifically, it was the location, or one of the locations that he was teaching Silver how to yep. do the, the survival yep. stuff. Yep. Um, it's a, an area that 
as a it looks out over the Cinderlands, but yep. like in a nice direction of the yep. Cinderlands if that exists. It, 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 it is actually kind of beautiful. Like I, I don't know if you've ever seen those sort of Utah areas. They're they're very barren, but they're also mm. quite attractive. Yeah, and the time is sunset. Ah, very nice. Yeah, I don't know how long it takes to get there. Silver, I imagine, would have yeah, a vague you, idea. You you set a time that is comparatively easy for you and Dakota to get there. Like, yeah, that's that's no trouble at all. Yeah, so, so it's an invitation, no other details except for that. He sort of looks, kind of, you know, look, reads this, looks kind of quizzical, looks up to where you've run off. Alright, I guess I'd better go put a shirt on. Well, I think we established that if you go out into the sin- that he, he explicitly did in the survival training, you don't go out into the Cinderlands without your shirt on. Yeah, no, he's going to find a nice shady area somewhere yep. where, it's where you can actually sit for like yep. a couple of hours, yep. and it's sunset, so it's not going to be quite as hot. And so you'd have like take. It's on the weapon. You'd have like taken horses to get out there. So Dakota comes, you know, riding up on a horse. <laughs> Yeah, Silver will already be out there. Um, he's laid out a, a mat underneath a nice shaded area, or at least he's made a shaded area. Um, and he's kind of... Oh, I think probably at this point he, he might be sitting down with his Shailen um, necklace in his hands, looking out at the Cinderlands, tentatively. Yeah. You hear the sort of... Coconuts and... Nakoda will hop off, sort of tie his horse up, comes, yeah. sort of sits down next to you. Silver? Pretty out here. Mysterious, theatrical, but pretty. Anything less on me? Yeah, have I like some... the view too. <laughs> it's beautiful. Deadly, but beautiful. He passes a bowl of berries. I. I remembered some of the training, and I got you the, the ones that aren't poisonous. I see that. <laughs> no, I can roll a survival check if you want. <laughs> Make sure I didn't pay in the end. Oh, <laughs> did, 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 does Nakota check the berries before he eats them? No, actually. No. does not. Oh, you probably trust the berries of this area because it is farmland. Yeah, I, I promise I didn't steal any of the farmer's you berries. silver. Oh. That's a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But he also makes his fortitude say. <laughs> this is so not going the way I planned. Okay, it never does. Fine. <laughs> it all started when you recognised me. Okay. Look at the bright side. You haven't been hit by a set of armor yet. Yeah. <laughs> but how many times can you confess to a person that that beat your mortal Andreas? A surprising number. <laughs> different people every time. It seems to be that either people just don't give a shit or they throw armor at me or something of the equivalent. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes it's a first. Well, but, back to the story at hand. Yeah. Uh, that visit with Virik has changed a few things that I was going to be doing. I was going to have a chat with you that was a little bit, probably a little bit more public than it was, than it is now. It's okay. I'm always happy to talk to you privately. Yeah. How much have you been told about what happened with Virik? So I told pretty much most of what happened to, to Jack. Did she tell you? Flora tells me that he's 
threaten to kill you. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if all the people that we love are, are involved with that threat too. <coughs> we took one person from his life that... He was truly in love with her. I could see it in his eyes. It's the reason why I fought so long. I fought so hard to make sure that he stayed safe. It's the reason I fought against the group to make sure that we didn't just kill Melia for no reason. I wanted to make sure that there truly was no love on her behalf. That it didn't sound like you had, she left you a lot of good choices. She, she wasn't even human. Yeah, but how do we prove that? I had some troubles during the week because there were steps that we could have taken that it may have... It still would have been hard for him, but he might have accepted it rather than <coughs> being full of vengeance and hate. Was difficult. This is not the first time that I've tried to save somebody. I thought I could do it this time. I thought I had the right stuff. But I've had a chat with a friend and I think I understand it a little bit better. You've <clears throat> saved a lot of people, one way or the other. If the Arconas were prepared to spread the blood veil to get power in the city eventually they'd have tried something else it might have been worse a lot more people could have died the Arcanas is not what I've been upset about Melia whether she was a Rakshasa a human, an elf doesn't matter what she was if she had felt love for, for Varric I would have given her a chance Love deserves that much. I can't argue with that. But love can also be a hard thing. It can also hurt sometimes. And she was using it like a weapon against him. Taking advantage of his feelings. That used to be me, you know. I used to do that to so many people. Before I met you, of course, you probably didn't see half of the stuff I've... Uh, doesn't matter now. I've, I've moved on from that. I'm not that person anymore. But I do still have much to learn. Now I've been informed that I need to be less controlling and let others make decisions on, on their own behalf. I should have let Verrick make decisions on his own behalf about his heart. But moreover, I should be letting you make more decisions on your own behalf. What do you mean by that? Well, since 
since that whole incident in the academy, I've been dragging you along the city. New, new buildings, new houses, new head tenants, hiding from my family. I haven't given you a, a choice in it, in this option. I, I've been running. And I've... <laughs> I just all find out. <laughs> and you weren't even fully informed about the situation. My feelings. Mind you, I didn't really fully understand my feelings at the time either. I still, I still barely understand it. Things have been changing over the last few years since we've since we ran away together. I I knew that I was friends with you, but now that I have more friends, how do I describe it? It's different. I mean, I love my friends, and I'll do anything for my friends, but for you... It begins to colour and <laughs> flush slightly. Makoda, I've moved heaven and earth for you, and that's not something I have a word for. I think... There's only one word for that, and it's best word. It's love. Love. <coughs> so I I've been thinking about after over this last week thinking about how I can protect you and make sure that you're safe make sure that you're not in danger because of me but I haven't I, it's selfish of me because <laughs> I Nakoda, I, first and foremost, the two of us will always be best friends no matter what. Yeah. I don't want to ever not have you in my life. But if there is somebody else, it's okay. I'm not going to kick you out. <coughs> and I'll always support you. He will sort of stop at this and kind of sit back a little on his heels. He runs his finger through his hair and he looks out at the Cinderlands and says, My father, my brother, my family, they're, 
out there, gestures vaguely into the distance. I could have stayed there with them. If being who I was wasn't wasn't important enough. I out on the Cinderlands there's as Thousand Bones says repeatedly, there's the way. And there are reasons for the way, but just because something's always been done some way doesn't mean it has to stay that way. It doesn't mean it's the most important thing. I got given the choice. I could stick with the way, marry a strong young woman chosen for me, carry on the tribe produce more strong Skokwa for the Cinderlands and all I have to do to keep my life is put aside who I was and what sort of people I wanted to be with because it's not a man and men and woman and woman beneath the way it's not what's best for the tribe as a whole. Here in Corvosa, I can be who I want to be. I can be with who I want to be. I, I miss my family sometimes. I, I wish to Mother Son that I'd been there for Gaikin and to be torn apart like that. Silver will will already be holding him, but like, he's definitely... He'll sort of fold into it a little bit. But... Being in Corvosa meant I could be with my other family. People that care about me for who I am. For what I am. And... I haven't told you this, but there is someone. Silver's Silver's face is, goes goes pale slightly, but it's okay. been it's been going on for he shrugs slightly years now. He's fantastic in so many ways, but I gave up everything, everything. Became a shamek in Corvosa, so I could love the people that I want to love. That means it's a big deal. It's not something I was never looking for somebody just casual for a night or a week or a month. And well, this guy sort of flitted from person to person, never really serious enough, never really committed enough for me to make my move but over the last few years he's he's really changed I've seen him put other people forth ahead of himself think about their feelings over his not always operate like he's the entire centre of the universe <laughs> not always Sometimes, not always. That's a big piece of emotion. That's that's the sort of guy that... That's the guy I've been in love with this whole time. 
And you're seeing Nakoda like <laughs> stare at you for half a second with the sort of is kidding kind of face. No, he's not. Just, <laughs> and, and then he, he sort of put almost smirks. Uh-huh. He leans over and he takes your hands and he says, "Well, I have to tell you, he's famous, <laughs> beautiful, skill a skilled warrior, glides like a dancer, scary at times, but." Other times when he smiles, you can see the rainbow reflected in his, in his smile. <laughs> want to be the most colourful person I know. Is, is, is that, he starting to put it together? Then, then there's that brief heartbeat. And he, that, that brief heartbeat. And he says, yeah, maybe this will make things clearer. And he reaches around into his pack and pulls out... <laughs> The white, white, the whitish, silverish rose. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I had a feeling I might need that today. Silver, Silver will just hold on to the rose and look at it, and just, just kind of like spin it around in his fingers, just completely dumbfounded. <laughs> Eventually, he'll he'll say, "So, this is what it's like." Receive a rose. <laughs> um, I I don't know what to say. I, do you mean if you're serious about it? If it's not going to be a thing for a day or a week or a month? If we're going to make a real go of this, then. Yeah. Let's let's see where this goes, Silver. He will cover your hands with his and leans in towards you. <laughs> so before he goes in yeah. before he goes in Yeah, he's his, just sort of leaning slowly in towards Silver you. Silver will say, Nakoda, I'll be there till your hair is grey and Oh wait, what was it? I I, I want to be by your side when your hair is grey. I think basically Silver at that point will um, he'll he'll probably stop his sentence in the middle of it and then just start crying a little bit. <laughs> and Nakoda will sort of pull you in, you lean into each other and hug. He says, I I want to be there until you're old and well, grey underneath. <laughs> <laughs> screw my family, screw your family, let's do this. Let's do it. And see what comes next. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what we're probably seeing there is the, is the two of you hug each other, the camera pulls back, so we've just got sort of the two shadows intertwined, the magnificent vista with the sun setting over it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that Silver would end up having a kiss with him as well, yeah. but like, that's probably um, the mood of the scene is. is it's not. It's not the, the. Let's get in the room and make the pots rattle. Yep. <laughs> not like Lucy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's that's Lucy. Yeah, well, Sabrina, besides Sabrina, totally jumped her. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but Lucy kind of didn't say no. Yeah, no, stop, no. 
I think Ed and Alf is something completely different. Yeah, yeah, Silver's ones have all been completely, all completely. Garen, um, the the postman shows up at your shows up at the dwarf's forge. um, Gives you that gives you that sort of knowing, winking sigh that you've seen from him several times before, and and he says, "Garen, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure this one, this is one of yours," and. Shows you something that says, uh, for the benefit of those who can't see it, uh, for Garin at the dwarfs with an F, dwarves with crossed out, then dwarves with a V, hammer crossed out, forge. Then in brackets, it's the one with the dwarf with a beard and shiny armor. <laughs> so you know this is going to be awesome, Coruscant. Just come through the postal system for you. So are those stickers? That? Yeah. That one is a wax seal. Ooh. But I sense that the guy who wrote this one is... Um, yeah, it's not a wax seal. So oh, wax seal one to the other. <laughs> it's for the dwarf's hammer all the bloody way over town. I'm just going to be judged. So I, you can read it out or I can read it out in the character voice as you please. <coughs> My blood pig buddies... Salvador and I crossed out and my boss can't see all which is crossed out yep. are all safe and okay in Caramega Caramega no abundance on the road and the Shanti not raining south this boring trip and now major boring library research we're going to be parked here a while more than 50 years in this place would drive me crazy the trolls that read their own entrails for divination instead of just no paid harrow cards. But no blood pig or organized sports or guards to evade or anything. Salvador says the air here is better than Corvosa. But we know he's nuts. Am I right? We're not talking about America here. <laughs> if you're ever in the neighborhood, drop by us at 56th Throne Stuff Way. MKT neighborhood. That's the one with no sunlight. Oh, that sounds like a depression place. Blood and kisses. Laori Vals. Blood and kisses. Blood and kisses is salutated. Wow. Oh. <laughs> that, that seems very appropriate for her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Sarah, give me strength. <laughs> so, on your very crude map here. Um, Karamega is the city that sits at sort of the base of the cliffs that lead, well, the cliffs go away around for ages and ages. Karamega is a city that sits up at the base of the cliffs of the Centerlands. So is. somewhere near where I've been, or not near? Uh, you've been more sort of around here. Yeah. Is that the pretty side? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're in the non-pretty side. It's, um, yeah, you know, it's a quarter of the size of Corvo, so it's not a major, major city like this one, but it's Oh, She's living at 50 stu- 56 throwing stuff way. Okay, places I'm not going to visit. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to listen to the map. I've got a map. So yeah, that's... I have the room for it now. That's that's where Liori and Salvatore and her totally <laughs> secret boss can't see all. Uh, dear, oh dear. Yeah. Alright. That's cool. Yes, that's 
pretty much the entirety of that. I presume that letter probably passes its way around to people. Yeah, yeah, I... Uh, I think the information on team the team we're, we're all happy to hear that she's okay. Even if it's, yeah. it's the one with the dwarf with the beard and the armor. <laughs> the shiny armor. The shiny armor. The guy, mm-hmm. the idiot at the dwarf's hammer doesn't shine his armor. <laughs> Such a slacker. His personal armor or the armor he sells? Probably so, armor. Well, if you consider what he sells to be armor and not pig iron. <laughs> Oh Is there God. anyone here who wishes to speak to me? Yes. Such People a psychological conversation. Yeah. Yep. So one for this, um I think we'll have this conversation in Jack's new room, Ooh. the um the, at the manor. Yep. Um which is going to be um one of a a, a smaller room on the upper st- on the yeah, upper story, have some, some have some walls built in, separate the rooms out a bit more. Uh, yeah, so, somewhere where um, she can have um, where she's got a sort of outside climbing ladder and can yep. go in and yep. out up the walls. I imagine you very much had some windows renovated into the place. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you are not privacy fearing with shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also she wants to be able to escape into the night. Yes. Um, and um, but you know it's pretty and has um, some of the little uh, Jack's got a collection of. Things that she's um, borrowed from places around the manor. She's got some little um, pretty gemstones and things like that. Things she was eyeing up when she prowled around the rest of the manor. And um, it, she is um, tucked up on her bed, reading from her spell book while a little um, pseudo dragon, I think, is stroking a little pseudo dragon tummy while he purrs contentedly next to her. You know, I was very pleased to be with to be with you rather than being kept in that uh, rather than being chased around Corvosa by hordes of imps where you sort of originally mm-hmm. encountered them in the in the riots. But this place has a lot to be said over our previous accommodations. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's, um, I was trying not to like it too much, but that didn't work out. Now I just like it a lot, especially the bathroom. The bathroom is awesome. And, you know, there's a lot to be said. I'd like to have a place where no one could find me so no one could attack me while I was asleep or whatever, but this place is big and has lots of... Um, and it's actually quite difficult to get into. Maybe not quite as difficult as it used to be, but it's still quite difficult. <laughs> well, there's that DC-40 lock just hanging off there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, there's something I've been wanting to ask you about. Well, by all means. Uh, you know how you know spite and malice. There's that, <laughs> like he sort of he he very much behaves like a cat in body language. He flattens down and his ears kind of flick up. I am aware of them. Yes, they are. Tanith and Octavia's familiars. Yeah, but I was kind of wondering if maybe you knew them a little bit better than that. It is possible that I have made their acquaintance on a previous occasion. Because it seems like you kind of want to stay away from where Tanith and Octavia are, and especially where Spite and Malice are. And, you know... If you're hiding out, uh, I can help you with that. 
Uh, he would very much know who Mordell is, I imagine, by this stage. Yeah. He's been sitting yeah, around yeah. on the back of all these conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in plenty yeah, of rooms yeah. where the conversation has come up. The Mandravius family have a lot of difficulties. Your friend Silver, your friend Mordell knows better than anyone. Yeah, it's just like, you know, he has funny rainbow hair and stuff because he doesn't want the Mandraviuses to track him down. If you don't want the Mandraviuses to track him down, it would be good if I knew about it so I can help protect you. I am not concerned about the Mandraviuses. A pseudo-dragon is more than a match for a great, for a, even a powerful wizard and a powerful cleric of Asmodeus. He says, looking very smug and self-satisfied. And he shrinks down. It's spite malice. Mum and Dad that are the problem. Oh, they're your parents? I came from them, yes. <laughs> I bet I'm from them. They're not very nice, are they? They are a disgrace to Shudo dragons everywhere. In fact, they are the worst example of a Shudo dragon. Barely shudo dragons at all. Not, in fact, shudo dragons in the slightest. <coughs> so, were you a little bit like Silver, maybe? You ran away because you didn't want to be like them? In many ways, I share several things in common with Silver. Like, you're very pretty. Yes. <laughs> in the same fashion that Silver is. Are you telling me that's not what you really look like? <laughs> you shrink down and put a little pause over his head. Oh, hi, I'm a lovable shooter dragon. Oh, is he? You. <coughs> but you said that spite and malice weren't pseudo dragons at all. Ah, uh, well, in a certain manner of speaking. And if they're not pseudo-dragons... That is a very complicated and metaphysical <laughs> problem. If you Perhaps if you had several more years at the academy, not sneaking lessons, but actually attending, it's a very complicated equation. All right. I, Jack is at this point going to squint sideways at Vajinko in an endeavour to disbelieve an illusion. Yep. Uh, you do so. He still looks, looks like, like a pseudo dragon. You could, I imagine, you're sort of stroking his back here yeah. at this point. He might be pulling you Spite and malice were gifts from. Tanith to Octavia. But he wanted them to look prettier. It was important. Is that because they're really ips? Flattens dead out. <laughs> little tiny nod <laughs> under the... Um... But he made them look like pseudo-dragons? Or he turned them into pseudo-dragons? My understanding is that he used polymorphic arts to make them into pseudo-dragons of sorts. But they're not 
exactly like pseudo dragons. That's why they're so mean and unpleasant when real pseudo dragons are nice. I believe in Malice's case, it is because she works for Octavia. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that would make anyone kind of unpleasant. Before that, she was merely a fiend from hell, <laughs> devoted to corrupting and torturing others. <laughs> And then she got really unpleasant. <laughs> nod, 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 nod. Your family. Yeah. But o- Octavia in particular. Yeah. But if they're imps and then they got turned into pseudo-dragons, what does that make you? Raises the little chin. Like I said, a very metaphysical question. Because if... They were polymorphed. Okay, um, Jack. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the problem. Yeah, I'm, Jack is going to make a knowledge arcana roll. Well, this is so very animals. It's a furry. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. Does it still count as a pseudo dragon if it was born after they'd been polymorphed? Yeah. yeah well, that's the um, <laughs> that's the animals question. If a, an alien turns into a human and then has a baby with a human, is that baby a human? <laughs> yeah, that's. Um... And, um, and that is a thirteen. Okay. So, <coughs> like you are familiar, there are different methods of changing your shape and disguising yourself. What Silver uses is illusion. Yeah, which is what I was aiming. For. What he looks like underneath is Mordell, functionally. Yeah. Um, and then enhances it with a bunch of tra- traits and characteristics and the disguise check and the acting and that sort of thing. Um, polymorphs actually change the shape of things so it is not an imp that has a pseudo dragon illusion planted over the top of it it's an imp imp that has been turned into a pseudo dragon and thus has (coughs) the wings, the tail the digestive system the sexual organs etc etc it's for many intents and purposes physically a true copy of the creature yeah but when it comes to if two if two imps that have been turned into pseudo dragons had a baby, yeah. would that baby be a pseudo dragon or a pseudo dragon like imp? Or? You don't know. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> possibly. Yes. Um, do some research. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jack could make several guesses here, and I'll give the the player the <laughs> guesses that Jack can make. Is basically either Majinko is actually an imp who was polymorphed into a. Um, it was polymorphed into a shooter dragon, dragon, which could have been how he was born, or he could have been then born as an imp and then altered, altered. Because yep. if Tanth can polymorph one, he can presumably polymorph another. Yeah. Um, or he is actually a pseudo dragon <coughs> that has been born to two physical pseudo dragons that have the minds and personalities of imps. Yeah. And you don't know which, if any, of those is the likeliest scenario. Yeah. And I think it's the have, have no readily apparent method of changing it because any, anything like poking Majenko with sticks will um, <coughs> merely show you the physical shape that he's got yep. here. You could endeavour to dispel him and get rid of any effects that are on him. Yeah. But whether or not you want to do that is no, no, a question no, no, altogether. No. Um, remembering he doesn't have all the abilities of a pseudo dragon. Yes, so but he is very small. Hmm. So, 
What do you think you are? I think that I am the unwanted child of two rotten things that want me to become equally as rotten as they are. Like I said, a lot in common with Mordell. Mm. So, if, if he's prepared to be snuggled, Jack yeah. will snuggle him. Silver has strong opinions. Uh, has strong opinions on Mandrovia's family. Yeah. <laughs> that he wouldn't necessarily share quite so freely with Silver. Yeah. So, um, Jack will... Uh, Jack will... Um, snuggle... Um, Jack will snuggle Jinko. But one pseudo-dragon in a city of many pseudo-dragons looks a lot like every other pseudo-dragon. It is... <coughs> Spite and malice do not care enough to chase me. And thus I largely pass unhindered by using my psychological camouflage methods. Unfortunately, they don't always work and he sort of looks very confused and waggles his eyebrows up and down and says, sometimes the imps know and sometimes the pseudo dragons know and everywhere I go they chase so way back at the start yes. um, you oh, encountered yeah. him when he was getting basically attacked by a squad of imps that were flying yeah. around and the imps and pseudo dragons legendarily have you know mid-air battles periodically yeah. And in the middle of the riots, that was the thing that was happening again. But what Majinko is telling you is that has happened to him previously. <coughs> he has been attacked by groups of imps. He has also been attacked by groups of pseudo-dragons. Mm. So he clearly puts out something that Jack can't perceive at all, which could be any sort of like sense of smell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of thing. Because even if he is a pseudo-dragon born to two physical pseudo-dragons, yeah. it depends on how thorough the, spe- the spell transformation was, yeah. whether he partakes of any imp nature. Yes. And obviously he's not impy enough for the imps and, either. And with with Polymorph, um, they would still have the minds and personalities of the original creatures that they were. Yeah. But... When you get into the cosmology of demons, demons don't have souls, but they have innate natures inside them that could be considered similar to a soul. Yeah. And also there's the question of, like, an imp born to two imps would very likely be evil. Yes. A pseudo-dragon born to two pseudo-dragons would very likely be good. Yeah. What does the what does that mean for a pseudo-dragon born to two physical pseudo-dragons? They would be Majenko. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. You won't tell any of the others. If I don't look right, then no one will like me. I spent far too many years listening to Tanner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. It doesn't seem like a... It doesn't seem like a secret that anybody else needs to know. You can tell them if you want to, but you don't have to. I will keep it until it is necessary to reveal it in a dramatic time. <laughs> that seems appropriate. If you're going to be silver-like, you might as well go all the way. No, no, no. Alright. And, um, so if we run into Tanith and Mandra- uh, if we run into Spite and Malice unexpectedly, we'll work out a, um, a spe- uh, place that you can duck it into. So we're going to work out some, like, familiar pouch, like, Magico will always yep. know where the familiar pouch yep. is, so he can dive into it if necessary. I'm glad you're my familiar. 
I am glad that I am connected to the most powerful wizard in Corvosa. He sort of leans out the window. <laughs> Eat that, Tenneth Mandravius. <laughs> Who knows, by the end of the campaign you might be. <laughs> well, Majinko um, Mag- has always believed I was destined for greatness. Tanith himself is actually meant to be a, known to be a vaguely high-level wizard, but um, no, by no stretch imagination the most powerful that would be talking more nearly all. <coughs> On the other hand, every experience that you have, you guys as a party have had with Tanith suggests that he's got a lot more depth going on than he necessarily cares to advertise. Yeah. And it's a bit hard to tell with Torgan or Aurelius whether he's just a stuffed shirt or whether there's a bit more going on there. Yeah, well, he's supposed to have sold his soul to demons in exchange for power, so he's probably got power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, otherwise he really got ripped off yeah. on the transaction. <laughs> yeah, always read the fine print. <laughs> cool. Alrighty. Where do we want to go rotate to? Good question. Should we have a party? House party? House party? House party? Friendly yeah. house, friendly yeah, house party. Yeah, friendly one. Friendly house party. Oh, I'll come yeah. back to the health for that. Oh, you are <laughs> um, the entertainment. Oh shit! It's not, <laughs> it's not a party without silver. Exactly. <laughs> um, so with with um, melee weapon bonuses and stuff, I was wondering whether or not I should put something that allows me to be able to attack the undead on my totem sphere. Yeah, like undead bane. Well, the problem. Is, oh, can you do undead bane? Yep. Yes. Oh. I wonder if I should do that because, like, that's kind of where my character's sort of going towards, and I think that we've gone against a couple of undead characters, and I've not been able to hurt them because I haven't had damage reductions and stuff. Was it the other one you were thinking of um, disrupting? Is it no holy? Oh right, yes, that works too. Yes, yeah. yeah. So the the distinction is. Holy is better because it applies against everything that's evil. Undead, yeah. dragons, demons, etc. Yeah, well, sorry, that was what I was thinking. I was also oh. Rikshasas were evil. Yes. So I, I yeah. have to go for a, a plus two bonus, which means I can't do it in time. Because yeah. I, I need to have 18 days. Yes, yeah, so holy is, holy is much better. Yeah. Two days. Sorry? Two days. No, no, no. It's a day per thousand. Yes, yeah, And it's $18,000 because oh, right. I've, I've got a magic weapon already. Sorry. Mm. It's actually, it's actually slightly less than that because it's only the difference between them, so it's like 16. Oh, okay, so, but it's still two weeks. Yeah. I can pull it off because I'm jogging my own side. Yeah. It costs yeah. less and takes less time. But there is nothing to suggest that you're running up against a hard deadline here. So, mm. Oh, so is it something I can work towards? Yes. Okay, so I can start. Yeah, all, all I'm telling you guys is we're having downtime, then there'll be a scene with Elios' announcement, then there'll be whatever happens next. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, so can I could I um, start working on putting Holy on my weapon? Yeah. And does Holy mean that it becomes a plus three weapon, or does that just mean no, that it's a plus one with Holy? I believe it's plus three. I can, I can look it up if you want. Yeah, do you need the DMG? Yes. I like the psychic knowledge in my head. Holy, 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 holy God. Uh, okay, so... It can't be wielded by evil creatures without hurting them, which is largely completely irrelevant to you. Yeah. Uh, deals 2d6 extra damage against everything that's evil and is considered a good aligned weapon. Yeah. So that's largely what it does. So it doesn't add to your to hit. Yeah. And it adds 2d6 to your damage. Yeah. My only evil. problem at that point is that I'd have to be a front... Well, not a frontline fighter, but like a, a one-step-back frontline fighter. 
mm-hmm. which you to pretty much that. already are. Yeah. Yeah. So um, is, it, is it something that is, is going to be good for my character to continue doing? Um, it's up to you. Anyway, um, do we want to, like, well, uh, my thought was roll through the um, character stuff and then everybody work yep. out what, talk about everything. Yep, yep. So sure. you're thinking about Holy and you can maybe think about what your other alternatives are in terms yeah. of what you'd spend the money on if not, and then that can be, like, do you want to go down this road or that road? Yeah, because yeah. a good one, but it's a lot more narrow than Holy. Yeah, it's specific. Yeah. But anyway, Patty. I actually yeah. think we might roll back through slightly from the party because one scene will work slightly better beforehand. Yep. Um, Lucy. Yes. Uh, oh no. Um, Is she going to be again? Um, <laughs> you are requested and required to attend the, at the conclave of the Great Houses. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yes. And Iliosa will basically openly ask, you know, she, she'll say to you, you know, I, I require you to be there to... Re- I require you to be there to represent House Wintrish. Is this something your mother would be up to, or would she be better away from the public? Excuse me. She would be better away. She's still not well, so... But everyone knows that she's been in poor health for yeah. ages, so... Yeah, yeah no, Iliosa is quite happy with that. Yeah. She's just kind of allowing you the choice and trying not to say, yeah, I know your mother's really senile, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we cut in on what is a room in Castle Corvosa, which is the ludicrously opulent meeting room that is yeah. where no actual useful business gets done, that nobody has been in for any of their war councils or plague councils or anything. Um, there's really conspicuously these five, these four great shields around with Corvosa's insignia on them, and then a bunch of house colours, and then there's just this gap <laughs> where, where there isn't a shield but there's this big like sort of sun stain on the wall in the shape of one that's been there for the last 200 yeah. and something years which you have to remove and when you head in there are halflings there from House La Rouge mm-hmm. House Laurent rather um, there are very astute looking um to say, uh, give me a moment here. Loading. Uh, a very, very classic Chalaxian, nice robed house Jagari, the money lenders. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Endron is here. He is not the only member of House Endron that exists, but he is one of the scions of the house, effectively. Nice. Um, and of course, Torgamore or Nelios is there. And he comes up to you. Ah, Lady Wintrish, a delight to see you. <laughs> Guy is so freaking creepy. Kisses your hand. You, yeah. you, you've got to sort of, because he's a gnome, you've got to come right yeah. down to him. There. I didn't know if I was crossbred with him. But he says, may I ask what brings your presence here? It's a gnome. Well, I'm invited to the queen. I'm wearing, Lucy's um, wearing her best dress, yep. which is yep. quite expensive looking. <laughs> and, I and think she might have pilfered it from Ancona House. <laughs> Torgamore gives a long sideways look across the room to where Octavia and Tanith are standing, 
Tanith just sort of draped decoratively over her arm, <laughs> blinking prettily at the ceiling. Oh my gosh, Tanith. Octavia engaged in a serious conversation with some of the House Jagari men. Obviously, Tanith's dialed up the, f- the, fa- the um, fop. fop because um, <laughs> yeah. he's um, surrounded by high powered guys because he doesn't usually act that blonde. <laughs> Blonde. This is one of the few contexts you've seen him in where he's here on Octavia's arm, though. Right, yeah, yeah that's true. That's he's true. usually operating, you've usually only seen him operating on his own. It's yeah. strange that he'd be doing that, considering he's a seneschal. Yes, mm. but it he depends was, he on was her husband before he was the seneschal. Yeah, it depends, depends on which hat he deems more important. Yeah. So he's wearing the mandragia yeah, like the, the um, seneschal one. Like, like Red Cloak's uh, thing. Cyclone will be upset if he find if he finds out that, but more upset than if he finds out I've lied to him and, for twenty years. And so Cornwall gives so. a sideways look to Octavia over there, and then just smirks quietly to himself as he thinks he reads which way the wind is blowing. Yeah, and ah. he thinks he's going to be the first house. Iliosa comes in. Um, Sweeps in as the full queen. She's got the big yeah, crown yeah. with the ruby on the top, the big crimson dress, bobbed out to Jeez. here, kind of thing. Yeah. Comes in, sits down at the head of the table. Sabrina is here, sort of behind her. Gives you a very slight little <laughs> nod yeah. and smile. Um, and then there is like forty-five straight minutes of pontificating small talk in which mm. nothing of any note is discussed yep, whatsoever. Of course. But much caviar is had. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, um, the nobles live on caviar. And then Eliosa will rap a couple of times on the table. She says, Gentlemen, the conclave of the five houses must have five houses. We cannot allow the business of the city to stop at tied votes. And there are a lot of nods around the table of this. This is generally pretty agreeable to all of them. All of them would probably rather there wasn't another house they had to share power with, but they... But it's the yeah. tradition of the city. Yeah. They can't ignore it. And and also, it's not even in their interest to get stuck and deadlocked on things, yeah. generally speaking. Um, and... I have consulted extensively with my Seneschal with, with my seneschal, with yourselves, the other nobles of the city, and have look, and have seen what Corvosa needs. And she stands up and says, "What Corvosa needs is a strong family, a, strambl- a family that has always stood for it, a family who can be relied upon in times when there are so many plotting in the shadows and formulating their own plans, <laughs> traitors that we have not seen previously." At times like this, the city must rely upon the friends we have. And everyone nods because it's it's very agreeable. And she says, And therefore, and therefore, I have made my decision to appoint to the fifth seat House Wintrish. An excellent suggestion, says Octavia. I. (laughs) And stops dead. And stares <laughs> bloody murder across the room. D- does it Lucy, Lucy like yeah, look Lucy. back at her yeah. with the same sort of like, yeah, yeah I'd totally kill you. I'd yeah. totally set you on fire if we were allowed to. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the stuff. And then Octavia stares back at. Did you perhaps stutter? 
Your Majesty. <laughs> and grips the table and like scratches into the wooden table with her nails. There's a sort of noise. At this point, Lucy stands up and thank you, my peen. <laughs> and, and Iliosa will smile and gesture yeah. broadly to you and let you switch. Octavia just scrape, scrape. Do you may yes. pontificate in a realm of characters, yes. please? So, like Lucy would just um, have a sort of waffling speech about how um, her family's got roots in Chiliax and long history <laughs> of um, nobility and. Although we've seen hard times of, um, um, a couple of generations back, we like to um, have our rightful place amongst high nobles of Kobusa. <laughs> yeah, possibly, possibly a lot about um, how yeah. you look forward to working with the other houses, like the Mandraviuses, yeah. when you went to destroy the Arcones. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, House Rintrish was instrumental in taking exactly. through, revealing yeah, the Arconas yeah. and taking down the traitors within our ranks <laughs> slipped in there um, slipped in there Iliosa will put in that effectively um, your father has never been convicted of any crime but she's effectively publishing a um, a declaration yeah it's, it's not a pardon because he's not guilty it's, mm. it's a declaration that um uh, what happened to him is a part of a sinister plot by House Arcona. Yeah. Which is only abstractly true. I mean, the Arconas were sort of involved with Gadron. It doesn't necessarily mean they had anything to do with taking down House Flintrush. Yes, it appears to have been more a sinister plot yeah. by House Mandravius. But, yes. you know, she doesn't want to put but that But Eliosa yeah. is using the opportunity to... Yeah. Um, is she well, looking at Octavia directly um, while she's saying like, this? is looking at Octavia directly. Although the justice has been partially done for my father's death, the further investigation might reveal some more <laughs> sinister parties of this city, which I will make sure it will expunge from. Going <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> to cleanse the city of all yeah. the evil nobles. <laughs> yeah, watch your backs. Watch your children. They're coming after well, you. <laughs> if you will excuse me, Lady Wintrish, it would seem that I have a great deal to be doing. Says Octavia. She gets up and stalks out of the room, and Tanner sort of just whitters after her. Oh, dearest, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Well, all that was going down this way. Yeah, you can make sense motive checks, but I imagine you will laugh them all horribly. What is your sense motive bonus? I think it's. Plus, uh, I think you need to invest more. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, well, the thing is, Selma could totally be at that conclave if he reveals it's himself it's as more dead. Only plus one. So, oh, okay. I'm just gonna... so well, you can roll it. There are people in here you can't beat, and people in here you can beat. Exactly. Well, why don't you roll since motive yeah. check and just see what you get? Because so, if yeah. you get it, if you nat twenty it, you might actually get some information. I've never so met before you roll, you receive no further information from the GM from either Iliosa or Tanith, who both beat you without rolling. Exactly. Basically. I should invest in the sense of the sixteen, but that's uh, yeah. Only plus one. <laughs> so seventeen. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Silver Rose is a um common Verisium type bard who doesn't belong yeah. in such elevated so conflict. Obviously Iliosa was pretty much planning this the whole time. Yeah. She hasn't just gotten up this morning and decided to do this. You have no earthly idea where Tanith stands on this. I mean, mm. logic would yeah. suggest that he would be he would be advising the queen to pick House Mandravius because that's best for him. 
but you get no read on him because what you get off him is the oh, no sort of wittering on that he's doing. His impenetrable fault. His impenetrable fault. Chill deflects you. I don't expect to be able to read my um, can you read Octavia? Yeah. Well, she, she's very... Octavia lacks subtlety. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> Sabrina um, style. Yeah. She is not a character who is prone to... Ha- uh, she, she's somewhat social, so she's got diplomacy and bluff to some extent. Yeah. But vaguely like Silver, she is very much an intimidation-focused social character. Yeah, so it's almost yeah. kind of in between the two of them now. Yeah, yeah. He was originally more like Octavia. And... Yeah, everything you read off her is, is pretty self-evident. She glares at you. Mm-hmm. You've just made an enemy for life. Yes. <laughs> so has Iliosa. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I wondered. Yeah. Yeah, because she's, she's, she's pulled over backwards for Iliosa and done everything. Wow. Well, uh, she has also manipulated to make it make um, it look like... Make her look like yeah. her. And, and what you pick up from Octavia, because you beat her on that, is... um. She was expecting this to go her way, not so much because she's read the political currents of the city and sees how things are going, as because, you know, as a Mandravius, this is now a thousand years overdue. Right. And she's just been waiting for this to happen, not since Iliosa took the throne, but basically for her entire life. Right. And you so just and, her. And so this is a pretty big deal. This yes. is like this is like Gloria yes. Ocona not getting the kinghood that he thought was rightfully yes. his. It's yet like, again <laughs> fate has cheated her by not giving yeah. her what oh she God. what she is entitled to yeah, as a man. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's there's a lot of so anger so in there directed at you, but it's also broader anger at the universe. <laughs> you know, yeah. not doing it right. So she's shaking her fist at the sky. <laughs> pretty much. She's 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 more subtle and restrained than that, but. Not, Not by me. Everyone can tell. Oh, that's so cool. So anyway, I figured that would be a good one to do yeah. before yeah. we... Um... That was very satisfying. <laughs> and then we, then we cut to probably later that very evening, the gates of the manor are wide open. Heck yeah. yeah. Bronsk is yeah. standing there partying away. Yes. Garrett has somehow managed to get some dwarven ale into the <laughs> complex. Ale. Do you want everyone on the ground? I, I imagine dwarven ale is just for him. It's fantasy party music. <laughs> Medieval party mix. Yeah. Fantasy techno. Fantasy techno. Oh I, I wonder what yeah. fancy uh, dark punk would sound. Yeah, let's let's go around yeah. and say who it, let, let's go around the table and each person say who they invited. Okay, so starting with Lucy? Um just the but my family, Uncle and um, Sabrina, of course, and um, some some of the grey maidens that I know by name, and um, Rosalie Tiora. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I imagine Livia would probably be there. Yeah, like she's certainly yeah. competent enough to be at a party if yeah. slightly lost. She's she's there, and um, uh, the um, oh, actually. Yeah, that's off the top of my head. That's yeah. fine. You doesn't have to yeah. be a great big list. Hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I'm obviously Nakoda is going to be um, invited. Um, I might see if some of the um, Kavoisa Choir would like to come. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 
It's just, it's so the wrong party for Octavian. <laughs> well, that's, this is why this is the party where we're going to have fun. In her defense, she wouldn't be coming anyway. Yeah. Not, not after that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, there's been some other people. I mean, I, I'd also like to invite Garnielandis. I can give him a disguise. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, as generic Joe Bob. Yeah, so he's invited. I, I, I'll inform <laughs> yeah, him. I can, I can yep. give him a, a strong yep. disguise. Yep. Um, I should probably uh, get him a head of disguise. By by <laughs> his request, he'll actually ask to be disguised as a Shawante. Oh, nice. cool. Okay. As, um, uh, he will not voice this to Silver directly, per se, but that will make him one of the most overlooked people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, can he speak any Shawante, though? Yes, actually. Oh, wow. He speaks, he speaks um, not like a native, but like somebody who has spoken Shawante for 30 years. Oh, wow. So he is, cool. he is probably at least as good at it as Silver is. He, he wow. has had to do diplomatic stuff with that's, Shawante. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. That's but, that's cla- that. but that's class. Yeah, keep in mind the man he worked under was e- King Eadred, the yeah. Lich, yeah. who um, yeah. probably wasn't any great shakes at Shawante diplomacy. Um, but one of the first things you learn about diplomacy is it's easier to be diplomatic when you use the other person's language. Yeah. The, um, I kind of feel like maybe King Edred managed things as well as he did because he had the seneschal backing him up. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Whereas Helios has got Tanner, <laughs> for better or worse. Well, Tanner's actually quite competent at being yeah. a seneschal. It could have been me. It's merely the... Um, I'm certainly glad we picked him over Octavia. Yeah. Yeah. And it could have been me, says Bradus Bursio from somewhere in the corner. Yeah, mm, but no. And me, says Sonny Mahal, dead in Woodra. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there's probably other people I'd, I'd want to invite as well. I just, I'm just trying to think of people that we've met in the past that um, we've interacted What, what about Grau's family? Yeah, yeah, we could do Grau's yeah, family. Grouse family. Yeah. Yeah. Grouse little kids family. dancing around. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine you'll be inviting Rincarlo. Uh, that, at a party with Sabrina at it? Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, he's going to be at the boring party, point. is he? Yeah. Um, I'll invite him, party. but I'll mention that Sabrina's already been oh, invited. Oh, I'll and invite, I'll invite, um, girlfriend for Nia Landis. Because you want her and Sabrina in the same. Oh, come on! <laughs> come on! That's what I was thinking, I thought that immediately. Oh. <laughs> you can't let them anywhere near each I other. That's, they can actually behave if not civilly, without fisticuffs in the same room most of the time. Yeah. Um, well, here's a suggestion, right? I want the two of them to, like... Um, is, um, we oh invite um, Vincarlo and Chris Cydia to a, like, late-night thing after most people have gone to bed, and we get Tash Lucy to make certain Sabrina hits home before then, and we, we just make certain... She goes to bed. She, yeah. she yeah. can take her home and... Yeah. yeah. The, the, the problem is Sabrina's fortitude save is positively Garan-esque, so she can drink all night and just <laughs> keep going. Nice. Oh my god. It's, well, it's actually possible yours right, is well, better, <laughs> even though she's well, This is going to be a big-ass party, so let's invite yeah. Verric and Cressidia yeah. and just aim to... Yeah. Not very sorry. Um, yeah. 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 I, I just get. I, I get. I know. I know. I was, I, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up bad memories. No, it's no, just... no, no, no. It's not bad memories. It's like I, I was like, wait, Beric. I was going to invite Beric, but now I can't because yeah. he's now like enemy. Yeah. So um, yeah. So we'll invite Vincarlo and Cressidia. Although who knows if Cressidia will actually come? Yeah. Uh yes. 
Sweet. Um, like, at least two hours later than you invited her kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's not showing up fashionably late. She shows up... Late. Not in uniform, per se. She will have actually changed, but it's very much got the air of, like, on the way I just, like, put these clothes on and then yeah. left my office kind of thing. Um, and, you know, she's... Um, Perfectly comfortable in normal or high society parties. This is more of a, you know, raging sort of friendly party. And she's actually pretty happy here. She doesn't really break down a lot in the sense of, you know, she doesn't... Re- her, her relaxed is very rigid, put it that way. Yeah. You know, she drinks but nowhere near to excess. Yeah. Um, Neil Landis carries around this big sort of showante style last that he lifts to his mouth periodically and never actually drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, continuing ground, um, is that everybody you I want? can't think of anyone else that we've interacted with that I need to invite. Um, How about that um, cleric from the bank? Oh <laughs> yes, hell yes! A party! Oh my! Um, y- yeah. Yes, uh, d- d- certainly. <laughs> I like parties, says Archbanker. Why doesn't anyone like me? You're a coward. Um, Dra- Jack invites um, Master um, Master Dinwhistle if you want. He may yeah. be a bit. It may be a bit noisy for him, but if he wants to come, oh, most certainly. Excellent. And um, Flora's family, but I imagine Flora will also be inviting them on her round. Yeah, I don't know if Flora would be there because she doesn't live there. Well, the theory is she's invited to come and have the party with us. So Flora and her family. We should invite Garin's family. Yeah. Garin's family isn't in the city, but I am planning to do something with them later on. Okay. Uh And um, generically, um, some Varesian friends from the camps and some um, of my more presentable urchin friends. Yep. I'll, I'll invite some of my uh, Basically friends. the ones I trust not to try, try to steal everything that's not nailed down. Yeah. I'm just I'm just seeing like halfway through the party that the noise is going to be suddenly shattered by this enormous <laughs> elephant noise and oh we, we, we found another magic mouth trash. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the goal here is to fill the house up with people that would make Gloria Arcona roll over in his grave. So oh, it's yeah. like yep. Shantae's yep. Shantae Verizian street rats. Yeah, a whole yep. bunch of women. Yep. Yeah, lots of women. <laughs> lots of women. Uh, well, most of the people that I wanted to invite have been mentioned already. <laughs> so what Garen's going to do before the party is... He's going to break into the sewers beneath the mansion, mm-hmm. put a couple of barrels of dwarven ale down there then during the day he's going to go to where we met up with the rat folk mm-hmm. and leave them a letter inside <laughs> nice. the sewer nice yeah. there's a little mini party going on down yeah. Yeah. so they don't have to be seen anywhere near the place but they can get their hands on some ale yes. so I, the one person that you um, might or might not invite is Griff Oh, oh yes, yes. So we invite. Oh, especially because we're not inviting the Mandraviuses. Well, we're just inviting just, him. Just the <coughs> fact that he, I don't want. <coughs> Garen doesn't want him there today. <laughs> he doesn't know what Octavia would do. <laughs> but what, what would have Octavia done when you were a lad in her house? It's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. All right. So yes, we'll have Griff. Griff. Oh, jeez. 
But we'll, we'll have wrestling. some people that we're keeping on opposite sides of the party. So yeah. Sabrina, Cripsidia, Big Carlo, and Growl, and um, Flora and Griff. We'll promise to make sure Griff I, doesn't bother Flora if she I'll, comes. I'll, I'll make sure. I'll, 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 I'll make sure I'm hanging out with certain people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, but you you will come. Yeah. Yay. Nice. We will party. Uh, yes, all the. What's your family's surname? Serum. Uh, all the serums. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's anything we drastically need to I, get on screen here. It's mostly the camera. Yeah, yeah, right. so I, I, I think, um, Party montage. Yeah, I think um, what we should do is have a. Uh, everyone gets to also define a scene of what they're doing at the party. That sounds great. Yeah, yep. by all means, steal, steal whatever NPCs you like to insert them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garen's going to stick with Quisidia. Uh, yeah. <coughs> um. Give her a tour of the place. Tell her what they've, what we've um, upgraded. Tell her about the orbs, and maybe suggest that she might want um, one of the locations for the orbs moves, just in case. What are you? Well, basically, basically, um, how can I put this? Like with the watch being so undermanned yeah, now, yeah. it certain aspects of the city may decide to take advantage of their weakened manpower. Yeah. So if she needs a safe house, I see what Yep. She's got one. Yep. So basically, you're making a prison underneath the building. No, the prison's already there. Oh, <laughs> Listen, like Marcus Andrew as well. Yeah, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. can talk. Would he come to a party? Well, if Chrysidia comes, I don't see why Marcus Andrew would uh, come. So he will. He will come, and unlike Chrysidia, he does show up in, if not uniform, very fine noble garb to the extent that he looks kind of out of. Very fine but militaristic noble guy. Yeah, he, he looks very, right. he looks very out of place. <laughs> God, you can tell the lawful yeah. people. And he will come over to, um, yeah. Lucy, will kiss your hand, you know, politely rather than, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the heart. Um, yeah. And he says, Lady Wintrish, I was delighted to see your appointment. Thank you. Thank you for inviting, thank you for inviting the commander of the Sable Guard here to this for, to this formal gathering of your new household. Formal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are shorts hanging he, from the stage. He, won't, the he won't come to a party, <laughs> but if it's a formal oh, you gathering, know, uh, gathering yeah. that he has, that the commander has to go to. And yeah. Garen will fight the director for that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there are still a shorts hanging from the chandelier. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of music and Okay, so we were doing what Garen was up to, is taking Presidia around? Yeah, and telling, and suggesting maybe setting up for the safe house with mm. the mansion. And that's that's what you do at the party? Practical thoughts. <laughs> Look, there's, there's a certain way that Presidia thinks that I'm trying to work with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, happy, I'm happy to go next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep, um, so... Um, Jack wants to spend some time hanging out with Rosalie Bisky and, you know, partying with her. Um, she wants to hang out with Master Dinwis a little bit. Um, she wants to do magic tricks for the kids. Oh, cool. Nice. She's, yeah. Jack's going to be wearing her most dramatic magician's outfit, and she's going to do um, she's going to do magic tricks for all the children and anyone that she can entertain, basically. How many children have we got here? 
As many as we can find. Growl's yeah. a, a bunch of street urgents and Growl's sister's kid. And yeah. Growl's sister's kid. And, um, some from the orphanages. Yeah, and potentially people will, some of the people we've invited will have kids that they want to bring along style of thing, so there'll be at least some. They probably won't stay super, super late. Mm. But, yeah. And um, I'm going to um, sneak down into the sewers and see if there's any rat folk to do some partying with them. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Because this is aw- this is awesome. Jack doesn't go to a lot of parties, and you know they're not normally yeah. the sort of parties aren't normally the sort of things that you'd be comfortable at. But parties that are full of Reesians and Chante and yeah. disre- disrespect uh, uh, disreputable people. This is this is what parties have always been lacking. <laughs> hey, there's not one of these magic mouths on the cellar doors. There's um, what's your face um. You've got to put up some permanent illusions around some some point. Yeah. No, um, uh, I can't remember her first name. Yellow eyes, the weird red girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Lucy's gonna make sure that everyone's got plenty of booze. Oh wow! I suppose at a point where I've got like millions of NPCs on screen, I should probably get out my sheet of all my millions of NPCs that's on one page so I can remember all their names. And uh, this is going to have a dance with Sabrina. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. she's okay with that. Yep. Can and we invite? Gonna... Can we invite Eliosa to this? I feel she's like the only NPC we like who isn't there. We can invite her, but she, she won't come. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I was just wondering if she could come incognito. Yeah, no. Um, the no, offer she... would be if she wants a disguise, she can get one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly Sweet. what I'm thinking. She mm. can't come. But On the other hand, you know, that feisty red-headed girl that yeah. you, you yeah. met at a yeah. bar in this... <laughs> if you remember the girls in disguise from book one... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. But I've got, I've got the picture of Iliosa, then a completely different woman in yeah. disguise, and then I, I Sabrina think, and I Sabrina think when, she, when she comes into the room, Silver will take one look at her and go... We can do a little better this time. Yeah. <laughs> and Sabrina doesn't have bit. to disguise herself yeah. because Sabrina's dead too. Oh, Sabrina. in that case, does she have a, like her um, which is fortunate because disguise? Yeah. Sabrina should never. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah, so we'll send the invitation for that person, whoever named it, yep. that she uses. So you. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, this list hasn't been updated in a while. <laughs> we'll get Corello, the leader of the Cowhammer Boys. <laughs> oh, he's not Some of us wanting to be the Cowboys, others of us wanting to be the Hammer Brothers. Oh, we have, to, the cow we have to invite at least one bell drop. Oh, yeah, Elke, your buddy Elke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a great digger, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the cart pusher. Yeah. Oh, this is a great party, like... Usually when people are lying unconscious, lying over there on the floor face down like that, it means I've got to put them in a cart and haul them off to the grey. Here I get paid to take them home and they're still breathing at the end. Oh my god. How'd you get free about What a job! He's a designated driver. Yep. And I'll discreetly cast a prestidigitation on him as he comes in, so. <laughs> He's actually, he's actually comparatively clean. Yeah, for a Bel Drago. It's not the Bel Drago part; it's the corpse handler part. Yeah, the Bel Drago's are basically the Beagle Boys at this point. They've <laughs> yeah. got like fifty million of them, all of whom look similar but different. Yeah. Jared, the, the, the courier person was meant to have been a Bel Drago. Uh, <laughs> ah, right. That's what yeah, I was going go. for. Right. It was meant to be Bobby Bel Drago, the fast Bel Drago. Right. <laughs> Except for I got the accent completely wrong. It's like okay. Okay, well, Nakoda's seen through my disguise anyway, so whatever. Uh, 
Well, yeah, thanks for telling us, because that's excellent. Bob yeah. is fast, but he hit his head to as a child. <laughs> <laughs> so he's fast and slow. <laughs> so Ryan's going to have to write up the lore of the Valdragos at some point. Yeah. So anyway, the someone's next gonna to, Someone's going to have to play a Valdragos. You're dancing with Sabrina? Sabrina, yeah. And then... Um, you feel um, the world yeah, tonight. I'm, and then I dance with anyone who would like to dance. <laughs> Come on, dance with just the dwarf. Like just like the friendly. Yeah. 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 Dance with the Oh, no hard feelings. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose to somebody at Miles will be to her. It's a happy party. Yes. Do I think restoration would cure Lucy's mum? No, no, it has to be heal. It's um, mm. up into the high end insanity curing ones, which might be heal. It's it might heal. be even higher. Heal does it. Well, it depends. It, it, it's heal doesn't automatically cure all. It cures insanity. It's listed. Yeah, she's what she's got. Fun, <laughs> what she's functionally got is dementia. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you're looking for. Oh, well, but it's, it's, more, it's more of a psychological <laughs> thing rather than yeah. a physical yeah. cause. Yeah. So, it, like, Lucy's left because it, she seems happier that way. Yeah. Almost it's, like she made herself it's, happy. It's very hard to distinguish between where it's a psychological defense so she doesn't have to deal with the death of her husband and where it's just her, like, slipping into complete senility and be- genuinely believing that. Yeah. Mm. But otherwise, other than that, she's like she functions pretty much like she's she's her health wasn't always good, so she's still quite sort of weak old lady, but still like she can do everything. The C.S. Lewis line: <coughs> oh. the terrible thing about trying to make yourself stupider than you are is that you nearly always succeed. Guys, mm. the new house is wonderful. Yeah. Um, Thank how you. about that physician that saved your life? Oh, uh, Dr. Albrecht. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, he's yeah. He's still alive again. Yes, yeah. yeah. He's happily working for the church. Yeah, yeah. 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 He and Griff can he's, be our token as well. He's very much, you know, comes and sort of drinks quietly in the corner. He's not yeah. a big party and dancing guy, oh, but he's perfectly happy. But I think this, this is a big this is a big house. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're rolling just through multiple rooms and the really raging loud shit is happening in the garden out there. That's what Shantaya. Yeah, there's like all silver growing up by the Shantae having this big dramatic party, but we've got plenty of introverts who can, so we can yeah. have the, the quiet reading and talking quietly growing up. A couple, a couple of drunken people staying around. I oh, hear yeah, there's a basement with manacles. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, Garen lives here, so you know what yeah. it has to be. Let's find the, the secret. Now you can say the dungeon and not talk about my forge. Let's find the dwarf's kick dungeon. I thought that was your forge now. <laughs> right. Like I said. <laughs> So what? Yeah. The, so dancing with everybody. Yeah, dancing with everybody. Make sure that everyone's suitably drunk for the party. Yep. Yeah. Even Sabrina. Oh yeah, passing drinks too. How how how, how drunk does she have to get? Well, let me put it this way: yeah. I challenged Garen challenges Sabrina and Rosalie to a drinking contest. Oh no! It no, takes a couple of hours. <laughs> there will be no survivors. Water. <laughs> yeah. But plenty of bets put down. Yeah. Fresh, clean water. Could I have a glass of water, dinner? Sure. Yeah. Get the dry talk. Yeah, there's going to be some side betting going on in that competition. Yeah. <laughs> so, that leaves Silver and Flora, I believe. 
Thank you. What does Silver do at a giant party? <laughs> well, obviously, he's going to be doing a lot of dancing with Makoda and hanging out with the Shawante. Yeah. I think a big part of it's going to be hanging out with the Shawante, which happens to be with Makoda. Yeah. yeah. But um, there's going to be a lot of emphasis on that. I assume that Neolandis will want to hang out with the Shawante as well. Mm, yeah. How is he with the Shawante? Um, he's not... Um He's not deeply invested in the Shawante as a concept. Like, he doesn't um, have an over-great abiding interest in their culture and that sort of thing. He's got a respect for them. He just doesn't personally love them. Okay, um, so... so. But he's... He's very... He fits in everywhere. Yeah. With the with He's a social chameleon. Yeah. So word. he's the colour grey. Yeah. He is indeed. <laughs> fits, fits with everything. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get him to kind of... I'll, I'll show him some of the the trends with yeah. the partying and stuff, so he blends in a little bit more with modern partying. Yeah, to to the extent that you know you you wouldn't necessarily think you could throw him out in the Cinderlands and have him successfully impersonate a Shawante, but it's just it's really easy to look past him. Mm. Like Silver openly knows, right? He's that guy because I disguised him. Yeah, and even there, you just sort of gaze over him like, oh. Wait, no, there he yeah, is. Yeah, there's Neil it's, it's It's him next to generic Shionte number two. I sort of picture him spending a bunch of time with the loud Shionte party and then sidling into the quieter corners and handling out with a bunch of people just quietly listening to what everyone's talking about. Yeah. Making yeah. a little bit of social shit chat, just kind of hearing what everyone's and thinking. I check picture a bird's eye view of where's Wally. <laughs> the camera will catch him a couple of times, just in the background of several shots, just kind of quietly and speculatively watching Cressidia. He never approaches Aww. it. Aww. Actually, at one point, um, Lucy will go and ask Silver for a dance. Oh, nice. Oh, sweet. Can I grab you for a dance? She's, she's Alright, I'll drunk. turn him over this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Silver's also gonna, gonna... So you and me then, pretty boy. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Nikoda and Sabrina. <laughs> I'll do more. Well, you, you've just danced and changed yeah, respective partners. Oh, no. Damn, Lord, the genetics of that combination. <laughs> Oh, uh, most, just have most lesbian, lesbian, and the most gay, yep. gay. You know what it would be? What? All their child, all their children would be JoJo characters. Oh my god! <laughs> so like Lucy, like tour around with Silver, going, hmm, so you and Nakura is a thing now, right? Right? Yeah, actually. Oh, about time. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you guys should have been together long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Silver's going to spend some time wrapping his head around that why didn't anyone provide me with this obvious advice <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 I'm oh, Silver well. Rose I, you need to explain some of these to me more directly I might be able to read people but I can't read myself I knew that you'd get it eventually <laughs> not that much of an idiot <laughs> Thanks for having faith in me, then, I guess. <laughs> uh, um, Silver's also going to spend some time with the Queen as well. Yep. Um, he, can I... Is it is it kind of a situation that I can get another role on, on how she's doing? Sure. What are you looking for here? Um, how she's doing emotionally, because, I mean, she just had a traumatic experience with having to, to kill Glorio yep. and... That yeah 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 I get yeah that, that I get whole thing cool. On the other hand, that might have been quite positive, but uh, if life is moving <laughs> right. Oh what? Nope. Um, I do have a fate point. 
Um, is it worth it? Yeah, uh, I kind of want to find out what the heck's yeah. going on with it. Just bear in mind um, that we've probably got a decent chunk of adventure before we level, and yeah. if you use your last fate point, you won't yeah, have any 28. more. Yeah, 28. Also, 28's pretty high. So, yeah, but that's a 7. Um, I could have done so much better. Iliosa actually seems um, very chill and relaxed here, a lot more so than you have seen because she has very much no social constraints on here, on her hair, because she's oh. here completely incognito as, you know, Mary Jane, random civilian. Yeah. Mm. Um, she's still controlled enough to do things like she doesn't get drunk, and oh, she yeah, doesn't yeah. go off into a dark corner with strange young men kind yeah. of thing. But she's, she's relaxed, she just sort of drifts around, she's happily talking to everyone. Mm. Um, the, so the impression you take away from her is that... Um, Killing Glorio is definitely a thing that she she felt that she had to do, and she's mm. happy, actively happy with having done it. It's yeah. a, a scenario that she's you know quite willing to live with. But it's um, it, it might be a different matter if she had personally killed him. There's a there's a real distinction, at least in her mind, between being one of the people in the yeah. crossbow squad yeah. versus just slitting the his person, throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one's murder and one's... One's, ex- one's, one's execution, execution and one's murder, and yeah. the distinction is 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 there in her head and is quite important to her. Yeah. Um, two more things with her. Um, this will sort out the whole Iliosa conversation I was going to yep. have with her. Um, number one, I'm going to say, I'm going to mention to her that me and, and, and Nakoda are a thing now. I'm glad to hear it. You deserve someone. He's been wonderful over these years. I'm hoping there's going to be many more wonderful years after. Well, our city is at peace now. Yes. I'm sure there'll be more trouble to come, but not tonight. (laughs) That's... um, The other thing I'm going to mention is if she wants to... If she she ever wants to do the the whole pretend to be this character thing ever Mm -hmm. again, I'm always here to help her out with that. Yeah. You're just sort of saying to her, you know, if, if you just tuck your hair in a bit more under the wig here and puff it out yeah. this way, yeah, yeah, we could yeah. do this more often. Do you want me to make more arrangements? I'll certainly consider that. So that's an open thing that yep. if she ever wants to cool. parade. So that's basically what I wanted to do. Cool. Sweet. And Flora, anything else you want to do at the party potentially, or just kind of hanging out? I'll probably make sure I'm watching Lucy's mum, make mm. sure she's okay. Yeah. I'll only give her water and tea and yeah. non-alcoholic things. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Okay, and the party rolls through. Eventually the people with small children mm-hmm. leave, okay. and then the young people who aren't super comfortable with parties, and then the people <laughs> who are now super trolleyed, yeah. and then the people, some people just pass out on the floor. Yeah. And then Garin staggers home because it, the rule is the dwarves always win the drinking what? contest. Yes. More more music for partying. Hardcore medieval party music. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I'm sort of seeing, I think, interspersed in this, it's cutting away to cutting forward and back to future and past things, where I can see sort of Garin, you know, muscles glistening in the in the light, hammering oh, away on something, silver, concentrating deeply, swirling the totem sphere. The Corvosa Qua, the Shawante, lifting rubble out of the streets and painting up some of the shittier old houses and old Corvosa and that sort of thing. Jack reading yeah. her spell book. 
Because we're fighters trained, wizards yeah. breed. <laughs> also, Lucy having a separate formal party with the nobles. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's on Jared's list. Yeah. There's another yeah. thing. Yeah. Although I don't know if we need to play it out because it, no, it, 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 it may have been covered. It may have been covered by yeah. the Man- Mandravius thing. Yeah. But um, Jack is explicitly nowhere near the manor for the entire yeah. party. She comes back when it's long over, and she mm-hmm. takes um, takes yeah. um, Jinko with her. So both of them go lie extremely low while the house is <laughs> yeah. with nobles. I imagine the large majority <laughs> of um. Of um, the party clears out for that. Yeah. yeah. Like Octavia will go because it, she's invited. Yeah, she yeah. should. She, she has to. Yeah. yeah. For a certain. Socially party. obligated. Yeah. Yeah. So does anyone besides Lucy go to the noble party? Well, will be there for Lucy. So yeah. Will be there. Darren will be there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Everyone but Jack. Yeah. 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 will be, you know, in the on the grounds. Yeah. <laughs> Way the hell over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nakoda is probably possessed of a sensible, des- sensible desire not to let Octavia Mandravia uh, see her again. Yeah. So again, <laughs> even though she probably can't tell from her other fiance. So probably, I have, but don't you? We don't know. This. Yeah. I have silver Octavia Tanith on my list and a letter. Who's the letter to? The party. Ooh. Ooh. That's ominous. I think. Probably not actually the next day after the party because we can do something better than that. Um, it's just sort of generically early to mid morning ish, several days after. Um, Flora, you become aware of things from your streetwise check at about this point. Um, and that's right, you've got your, you've got your doorman now. <laughs> so, let us see. We probably have someone there to look after, so Bronx doesn't have to do all of your <laughs> duties day and night. Do, do we, we want to just Bronx and generic guard? But it's Bronx every t- it's Bronx every time there's an on-screen scene with exactly. gate guard because yeah. it's always got to be the no, non-guy. Uh, do you want me to randomly pick whoever is around for Bronx to go and get, or are you all vaguely, you know, having breakfast together? Kind of thing? Let's go with let's have yeah. go with having breakfast together. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Bronx will come in. And, and Flora can be there because we've invited her over for yeah. breakfast because we, we eat together relatively frequently so now we eat here lots of times. Brunt walks in. Good morning! <laughs> Picked up a roll sort of stuff. Morning, morning. Brunt. Uh, <coughs> see visitors at door. Little, little man. Rich, rich clothes and have with him mm, people Brunt work with once, twice before. Clanger and headbreaker. Also rich, rich clothes. Uh, he comes in and tells you, and he says, uh, says, says he is man of laws, comes to talk to heroes, has chest, looks shiny. Oh. Yeah, we, we really want to see him. Okay, and this is the first time this gentleman has actually appeared on screen. When you go out there... Um, Bank a tunnel. There, no, he has been on screen before. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, moreover, he is a tall black human man. Ah, yes. Um, what this is, is when you walk in, the first thing you see is there are two, like, seven and a half foot tall half-orcs, arms folded, looking really awkward in well-tailored sort of silken <laughs> clothes that are, are still bulging and appropriately at the muscles. You know, they've got their little their fangs have been filed down oh, that's to sort of look, you know, more polite, but they're very obviously just kind of muscle for hire. Yeah. How did they react to Garak? 
reasonably well. They seem they seem fairly civilized <laughs> in so in so far as such things go. Guaranteed behind them. Um, Does and they look like half orcs. And then the camera goes and pans right down to where there's like two foot, two two and a half foot of gnome standing on the floor. Um, and Garin and Silver would doubtless be up with the play enough to recognize this guy immediately. Uh, he is Bratus Bursio. Uh, he was one of the contenders for Seneschal, the guy that you never went and met. Um, he was one of the Arcona uh, puppets. Uh, yes. Right. Interesting that he's still ticking around. So he was obviously only for hire. Well, well, or maybe uh, he's just still having a sinister plan. Uh, spe- specifically, um, he was ev- the lawyer, wasn't he? Yes, he is the lawyer. So I- everyone that was on the grounds of Palace Arcona has, at this point, is in some part of the process of they have been arrested. And some of them have more or less been let go immediately, and others have been kept in um, in, in temporary custody. Basically, the investigation is sort of ongoing to try and work out, did the servants know they were rickshasas? Are they a part of the conspiracy? Do we need to charge them? Even if we do, would we bother? Right. And then you've got the people that are further removed. You know, Bradus is a... He's not even directly a hireling of the Arconas. He is somebody who does jobs for them. Um, and then they have a bunch of merchant factors who owe them money and etc, etc. Uh, very obviously, Iliosa is not going to roll up everyone associated with them because yeah. she'd take down a quarter of the city in the process. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not necessarily a guilty quarter of the city either. So, Bradus Bursio has not been arrested or anything of the sort because he's a lawyer. Uh, very fine, isn't he? Straddens just high, slightly, and he looks up at you, rubs his little spectacles. Says, ah, good morning, dragon marked heroes of Corvosa, Miss Seren, Mr. Silversmith, Miss uh, Jacqueline. <laughs> I do have my oh, it's Lewis, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Miss Lewis, Mr. Rose, Lady Wintrish. I am Bradus Bursio, and I am here to attend to some of the some of the funds that have been uh, that are to be, some further disbursements that are to be made from the Arcona's funds yeah. I am direct, I am directed by Captain Verick Van Kaskiken to place this in your hands, note please that it is sealed and he hands over a he hands over a box that is a just a little iron bound chest um, he will open it, he's handing it to you. It has a glint of gold pieces in it, albeit not excessive amounts, and a letter with a seal on it, um, which he hands across to you. Uh, these, this is, this, uh, the Arcona's more, you have, you have control, there, excuse me, I've lost him entirely. Based on the Queen's, based on the Queen's assessment and the seizing of the, seizing of land by Crown, you hold the rank and title to what was Palace Arcona, and all the joy of it is yours. The Arconas had several more liquid funds, by which he means actual cash money. Uh, these are the remainder of the disbursements still available. I am directed to inform you that I'm directed to inform you that the other parts of the disbursements have already been paid on at Captain Van Kaskiken's instructions. And he hands it to you. He wants to read it. 
Oh, um, Jack is going to detect magic on it before you open it. Uh-huh. Yep. It is not magical. Cool. Is it trapped? Um, I indip- can it I... is not trapped. Okay. Um, it very obviously has the House Arcona seal on it. It has an A on it. Yeah. 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 It's, they have a more fancy elaborate seal on it. That's, what I that's, a, that's an awesome seal. Which, which Verrick would pretty effortlessly have access to. Ah. Yeah. I'm going to wax the ground. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. Hey, oh there's something called leather. Ooh. Oh dear. Ooh. So is it written in blood? <laughs> oh god, That's he's a blood mantis. Oh. You won, I'm dead. But at least I'll see her again. The rest of the Arcana gold is yours to spend as you wish. I've made sure to get my money's worth first. Revenge is a dish, dish best served cold. Verek Van Kaskaken. Oh, with the blood mantis symbol. Oh, oh lovely. He might have hired. He might have So obviously Silver's not going to say Red Mantis and blah, 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 but um, does he, is, are they waiting for me to read it out, or? Oh, uh, Bradus will, will stand around. Yeah, I, I think um, we'll, like, you know, <sighs> thank him and um, offer to uh, Silver if he Silver's, wants breakfast Silver's, or whatever. Silver's going to... Um, we won't just have him stand there while yeah. we talk about yeah. it. Yeah, Silver's going to take a, take a read the note, cover his mouth, pass the, the note on to whoever's closest to yeah. him, yeah. and walk away. Yep. Back into the house. Talk to them, just make sure there are no other legal matters that we need to attend to. I'm directed to inform you upon Captain Van Cuspian's instructions prior to his death that the remainder of the liquid fund, some 150,000 gold pieces in all, has been paid on to the woman in strawberry hair bearing his ring at his request. He seemed... He recently altered his will and testament to... T- to set up such an arrangement, he seemed sure that he may well die in custody. Have died that he may die shortly in custody. He says and gives you this very blank, knowing smile. Ah, huh. I'm gonna cast detect thought on him, but without him noticing. Sure. Yeah, you you remember that if he makes his will save, he'll know you did that. No, he'll know somebody's poking him yeah. mentally in some fashion. Yeah, I'm going to do that anyway. Sure. Okay. Uh, what's the will say? Oh, okay. Remember, you've got, you've got a high thing for that, don't you? What? We'll find out the high thing. Um, and that's level level two, is it? Detect four, what's this level two? Yeah, so um, save this is 16. So, you can tell he is thinking um, that he has an intelligence score of 17, um, and you cannot read his thoughts. Uh It it is not that he is um, protecting himself with a ring of mind shielding, or he Uh he just wouldn't be there, period. It's that his will save is decent. Uh Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) I already trust this guy. Um, could I have gotten a sense motive before I, I left? Sure. Okay. What are you aiming to accomplish? Uh, well, the guy is is talking and interacting with us. Yep. So is he? Is he? <sighs> what are his motivations? Yeah. Does sure. he want us dead? Yeah. Um, oh, that's a nineteen on the dice. Did he help hire the red man's yeah. assassins? That's, that's a what I wanted to know. Yeah. Oh no, that's a 40. He seems, um, you know, he's 
bringing you something. Um, he's very clear that he has not read that note and it has been sealed outside of his presence and he hasn't opened it. He right. expliciates this point at, at some length. Mm. He obviously knows that something dubious and pr- very, almost certainly illegal has happened where he's, because he has paid 150,000 gold on Beric's instruction to a completely random woman he doesn't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, has, like, a receipt signed for it and all this sort of thing to, mm. to say that it's happened. Um, the things you pick up on him, uh, he he knows he is involved in something illegal, but doesn't care because he is on the right side of legal of it. Yeah. Yeah. Legally speaking, like, under the most technical terms, he's doing nothing wrong, so mm. he's fine. He's... he's Endeavouring to conceal the fact that he is smug about it and mm. failing, Silver reads it like a book. Yeah. Um, the largest part of what he is here to do is actually just discharge a professional obligation that he has been paid to do. He mm. bears you no ill will or menace whatsoever. Mm. Indeed, he's actively interested in you because he will, at certain points in the conversation, start floating, you know. Maintaining uh, maintaining Palace Arcona could be rather difficult. If you run into any legal entanglements, you know, you may call upon me. He's actively pimping for work at yeah. this point. Yeah. The Arconas are dead, he's on to the next guys. Yeah. yeah. If That's you want a lawyer, you can hire yeah. him. Yeah, Varric was, was the loyal kind of Arcona friend. This guy yeah. is the, uh, is the wasn't-it-for-the-money yeah. kind so of Arcona he is, friend. So he is a shady lawyer, but he is an exceptionally professional shady lawyer. Mm. Mm. Yeah, okay, so Silver will get that, will take that before he leaves, but Silver, when he gets the note, will leave. Yep, and um, I think we talk with, um, what's his name, Brader? Bradus? Bradus. Yes. We talk with Bradus a bit more, you know, to be polite, yep. and then, you know, thank yeah. him for his time and um, yep. say good morning um, to him. He will get you to sign a whole bunch of documents to say yep. that, yes, he has come here, he's turned yeah. things over to you. Uh, you act, there is actually money here yep. in this oh, case. Yeah. Uh, he has written down precisely that this is all of the Arcona's liquid fund. After 150,000 gold has been taken out of it, mm-hmm. um, uh, and no, Verick has explicitated this, uh, in five separate payments of 35,000 gold apiece. Cool. Um, they're left over. There is 37 gold, 10 silver, and 18 copper. Brandis <laughs> has it accounted to to the letter. Yeah. Um, he will show you Van Kastikin's will that says in the event that he die that in the event that he should die unexpectedly, yeah. he wants this done with the Arcona monies which have been willed to him. Ah. Interesting. Um, and Bradus will actually openly tell you this because he's actually here to inform you of his obligations, among other things. Um, he tells you there, the Arcona's liquid funds pass through several hands from Glorio's, but with the vast majority of the estate dead, the next one in the will, he'll point you down this like, flowchart he's got, is Captain Van Kastikin. When, when Captain Van Kastikin, when Captain Van Kastikin died under questioning yesterday, his will became relevant. Flowchart goes here. And his will is dirt simple and has just been done very recently, Presbyterian. He made alterations to it and the, on the understanding that he would be at some considerable risk in prison. 150,000 gold to a person that will show up at your office 
a day from now with strawberry hair and Varric's ring. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you have her name? I'm afraid I do not. Oh, he says, and, and there's that there's that slightly you know bland mm. smirk in there, where he obviously goes, yeah, obviously it was legal, but I don't know who she is. <laughs> I didn't touch it. I just vast sums of money passed through my hands, and obviously he got paid some percentage of this as well. Yeah. So can yeah. I um, suggest that everybody add the thirty five thousand gold to their character sheets? Uh, no. Nope. Right. No, no. No, he, he has paid, paid yeah. 35,000 gold ahead for the five of you. Yeah. Very likely to be killed by the Red Mantis. Yeah. What you have been given is yeah. the paltry, pathetic change. Uh, yeah. that, right, 37 gold pieces, 10 silver, yeah. and 18 yeah. copper. Varric yeah. is not gifting you a fortune. He has paid a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. killed. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's obnoxious. Uh, Darren's yeah. going to get um, the lawyer's details. Certainly. Of- yeah. Nice business card yep. everywhere. Silver's gone straight back in to, to Makoto and he's in a yep. cry in a corner. <laughs> well, not necessarily cry, but freak out just quietly because not because he's scared of the of of things, but like because Yurik's obviously yeah he didn't know what the the, the fate of Yurik was going to be and he's upset. Yeah. Brainus will openly tell you that he died early last night in under questioning, um, and um, it makes makes no bones at all about the fact that Brainus was more or less waiting for this to happen. Yes, this was the outcome that Verif was expecting. Okay, right. So yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. you get. That happened. Yeah. So that note is not literally written in blood. I just wanted to make it, you know, suitably dramatic. Yeah. Did he actually put the red mantis symbol on it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He wants us to. It's not as beautifully drawn as that, but it is a red interlinked N. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, the um, when the four of us who are still sitting at the breakfast table once Bradus is gone, Jack will unquestionably he wants you to know this. He's he's made it blatantly apparent. He didn't have to tell you where all that money went. He's yeah. told you that somebody with some woman with strawberry hair has been paid thirty five thousand gold a head. Well, yep. I guess it's um, I wouldn't say it in um, we silver could hear, but it's um, good and rinse the bad rubbish. But shame about all that money. Yes. We'll have to, to do with what was wished. Yeah. No, lost. It was a good man who's just led down the wrong path. He was led down the wrong path a very long time ago. But still, I don't think he was as good a man as you think he was. He was, in fact, neutral. That means but we've t- got the Red Mantis Assassins on our asses. Oh, not at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not in the very last thing. He no. fell to the dark side. Yeah, but the, um, he but was neutral, though. We've fought, we've fought the Red Mantis Assassins before. I'm less worried about that than I am about Varric. Uh, Varric coming after us himself. Ah, uh, last. But that was when they didn't know we were coming for them. Well, we're not coming for them. They're coming for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll have to put up some extra security measures and stuff. But I'm mainly worried about is, um, what the Arconas were supporting with all that money. Good question. 
bastard. So this is basically the the cash on hand that House Arcona as a whole had. Yeah. Uh, Bradus and the Church of Abadar had the physical money under control. Yeah. Um, and and Bradus again has done this quite legally. If that money just sat there, eventually it would probably be dispersed to the crown in the form of Iliosa and then dispersed out, possibly partly down to you into other projects absorbed by the city kind of thing. He shunted it on in the full knowledge that that will probably what is probably what should happen to it by the end of the investigation. But since the investigation hasn't ended yet, he's still within his rights. Yeah. So, um, um, I will talk to Flora after this about um, if you like. Um, I want to put some of my personal treasure into contributing to funding some of the more virtuous things that the Arconas were up to and I'm wondering if you yep. want to do the same. Yep. So I'm basically crossing 800 GP off my list to um, put into um, trying to keep some of the Arcona um, charity style things alive because given that Varric's blowing all of this money on his personal shitty revenge quest the, um, that's a lot less money that the city has available to try and keep those projects alive. Although it only went through because he died. Yeah. Like it's it's it, it's not money he paid out beforehand, it's money he said, if I should die, which I'm pretty confident is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering how I was wondering yeah. how he was gonna get revenge on us, whether he was gonna escape or whether or not he was gonna get an assassin to do it. Hmm. He's certainly planning on escaping, but he didn't get there. No. no. Alright. So Yep, that's, so yes, I put some money into that. Sure. Sounds good. And yeah, that that's the extent of what Bradus will tell you is he died under questioning last night, early last night. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys can poke it further to your wee heart's yeah, content. I, I'd like yeah. to, just to see what exactly had happened. Sure. Yeah. So he was with the city guards, right? Yeah, he's yeah. In, in jail in Citadel Volshek. Right. Um, under custody of... Uh, in theory, the Corvosan Guard, in practice, basically, the, the Grey Badens and the Hell Knights. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that's more your area. Uh, and, yeah. and the Sable Guard are also living in that building because they had to move out of old Corvosa with the quarantine. Yeah. Yes. So uh, go and question the um, cars who was guard, supposed to be guarding Ferret. Yep. see. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you're a pretty known commodity here. So yeah, you can, yeah, you can invite Silver along. Yeah. Silver just didn't. Silver uh, just needed to get out of yeah. that conversation. I'll take Silver. Mm-hmm. And uh, indeed, for the sake of unity, the person you will find on the gate is Tiora. Excellent. Uh, hey. Had the guard. You, well, you are directed to her as the person that had the guard duty last night, kind of thing. Yeah. And she's. She says, "Yeah." What's what happened to Ferret? What do you mean? We were told that he's dead. Yeah, I'd say so. He screamed. Yeah, he screamed. It was ghastly. Quick enough, I guess, but what? I'm just glad I didn't have to see it. What, they say how he passed? I don't think there's a lot of question. That crazy bitch Octavia Mantravius came in to question him. Oh. Ten minutes later, he was dead. Silver, oh, silver punches the nearest wall. He said, "She said that she she said that he was there to, 
She said that she she was there to interrogate him on behalf of the investigation, but that he looked sickly and probably wouldn't survive it. Oh, bullshit. Yes, I mean, there's there's not even a fig leaf of, um, she wasn't trying to kill him here. She just more or less went in and mutilated the shit out of him. She was probably venting her anger. Oh, he was probably just, blaming her and stuff because it was a man. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jesus, we had, Octavia knows you know, we, who I am. We had orders to let her in. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You know, she's, knows she's who the I titular am. commander of the Hell Knight. She has every right to walk into wait, the prison yeah. cells. She wait. knows who I am. Like, oh, when, when we are in private, um, I go, Yeah. So, so what, what do you mean? Did you tell Perry who you are? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's assuming that she asked the right question. Yeah. Well, of course. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It as far doesn't. as Teora gives you, there wasn't a link, particularly lengthy interrogation in there. Yeah, let's. It was uh, more not, Octavia killing him in a particularly painful way, rather than um, actually interrogating information. Yeah, yeah. She, she wasn't really trying to interrogate him. She was just being mean spirited about killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so she sort of in front of Teori, um, he's he's just going to punch the wall or yep. whatever's the closest yeah. non-animate object. Yeah. But he's not going to say why. But and and when when the two of us are just the two of us, yeah. he's going to say he's probably told Octavia who I am. Oh, he he he. Even Verrick being tortured to death is still about mortality. <laughs> Thank you. It's still that's still the important part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Everything comes back to mortality. And uh, I don't think it's likely, but it's what, what if Verrick's feeling Hang on, so you guys need to not jump back and forward. If you're talking yeah. to the NPC, then you're talking yeah. to the NPC. No, if you're having you a private say, conversation, yeah. you're, you're having a private say, conversation. Um, if you're, st- like, yeah. you're still yeah. talking to Diori or not. Yeah, uh, we just say okay. thank you. Yeah. Get out, and on the way back, we'll just have a yeah. chat. Yeah, that's fine. Then yeah. you can have the private and character mm-hmm. conversation. We don't, we don't need anything more from Diori. No. Um, just, just knowing, uh, just the fact that Octavia was there is enough. I think we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna. Do we need to talk to Octavia about this? Uh, I'm not certainly going to can. Talk she's to a, she's yeah. a freely available public figure. She would, um, if not, it would be, be a ha- terrible idea for Lucy. She no, would, if not, be happy to meet you. Um, certainly obliged to meet you. Yeah, I'm not going to talk to Octavia. No, she's, no, she's that's just going to. That's fair. She's not going to be reacting. Actually, this well. doesn't surprise me at all. Coming from Octavia. Yeah, at least this time it wasn't another. Uh, it wasn't Verrick committing cough suicide in his yeah. cell. Yeah, she doesn't care who knows that she did this one. No, yeah. no this there's the fig leaf of subtlety to it. You yeah, know, this wasn't an execution. It was just a thing where he happened to die. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she died under questioning. That frequently yeah. happens when you kill people as they die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost certain that it's come up. Verica asked me during the interview, uh, during when I was talking to him, he he's done a a divination and he found out that there was a Mandravius there when when Melia was killed, and he demanded to know which Mandravius it was, and I told him that it was me. You could have lied. Why did you tell him that? 
It's like a line. Some people don't deserve the truth. Eric certainly didn't. Well, what would have happened if I said it was Octavia or Tanith? What would have happened? Probably the same thing. The truth would have come out eventually. He may not have said... I was also hoping that my friendship with him was stronger than his love. I was wrong. He was a bad guy from the beginning. I knew it. He wasn't. Back then he wasn't. Yes, he was. I knew it first time I met him. <laughs> Lucy, show me by now you understand. Well, some people don't change. They just don't. But Lucy, don't expect them you're to in love, aren't you? Yeah. What would happen if somebody murdered Sabrina? City would burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you do? I would like to avenge her, of course. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not faulting very for that, for falling, falling in love. Like, he fell in love with a wrong person. Yeah. And that's, that's his fault. That's, uh... He didn't know, though. He didn't know who she was. Yeah. She hid who she was that whole time. And he was a gullible fool. And he needed somebody there to tell him, to explain him, to walk him through it. It, That doesn't make you an evil person, being gullible. Well, there are some things that he's seen and things that, while he was at Akuna family's card. He can't have been that clueless. He would have seen stuff. He would have... Oh, no. I, I actually think that he was. I mean, why would they have led him into their world? Because he's just as bad as them. No, he wasn't. He was a good... Well, he wasn't no, necessarily a good No, you just believe this because it makes you feel better, but it is, uh, he's always been like that. Like, look at him, he's put bloody obsessions on our asses. What kind of bad person does that? Somebody who's who's heartbroken has lost the person they love. Where are you guys in this conversation? Are you in a private room in sort of Washington or are you out? Yeah, out. We're out. We're we're probably stopped somewhere. Yeah, we've met in a private room in a a, a sort of quiet area. Yeah, but in a random Yeah, yeah, no. Then you, then you cannot hear the things that are happening in Citadel Volshank is my yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he was just doing what he could, and all he could was revenge. And yeah, he's probably, he, I'm pretty sure he's not a good person anymore, but back then I could have done something. It's not up to you to correct mistakes that other people make. Don't think that way. It's not up to you. He's already made his mistakes. He's already made his wrong connections in his life. He's chosen the wrong things. And you can't do anything about that. It's his life and his... I know. I've I've moved past that. But at the time when I talked to him, I thought that I might have been able to do something. But I couldn't. And that's why I told him who I was. 
well, regardless, he's gone now. And I'm more worried about the assassins. Yeah. And Octavia, God. Yeah, what are we going to do about that? Yeah, we'll we need to, to talk to help. we need to talk to the group. Yeah. So we can we come back and tell the group. Yeah. Yeah, I did not politely type this letter up, but um Silver, mm-hmm. you will get a um a courier, a private courier as opposed to a mailman, um, who hands you a letter that seems to be largely meaningless, um how's the weather style dribble. Yeah. Um, you have had a couple of these before. These are Tanitha's communique to you. Oh, you can, brilliant. You can read the code easily because it's designed yeah. to be read by you. But you receive this. <sighs> oh, uh, uh, nicely done with Van Kask again. That's what that should say. Sorry? Nicely done. Yeah, I'll take it back. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, I don't think this is going to make Silver feel better. Yeah. Me and Daddy saying so, hi. Yeah, basically, long story short, nicely handled <laughs> with Van Karskiken. A subtle touch using the girl as a proxy. <laughs> so, Tennis knows at the very least. What girl? <laughs> That's what he sends it. That's what he sends Silver. Maliana. Obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks you played the Arconis. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell. Because, <laughs> like, the deal is, it's like, came out of this with freaking shining armor. Yep. And Silver knows that he's come out of this with shining armor. He looks absolutely fantastic. He's got, Glor- he's got Glory Arcona's mansion, and he's one out of this. Um, Mandraviuses haven't done terribly great out of the whole fifth house thing, but but their certainly position in the city has been advanced yeah, by the yeah. they're still the they're still the seneschal and the head of the church of Asmodius. Yeah, so, and now they have a sleeper agent inside the new house. Yeah, named Mortel. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> that's what he thinks anyhow. And. Also, Jeez. what I'm reading into that is he sta- as I think he certainly knows who I am. Now oh as well. God, yes, yeah, without a doubt, yeah, yeah, your secrets out. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's definitely no point going and visiting me now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can. <laughs> I just think it would be worth putting this out first. Yeah. 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 I suggest staying away. <laughs> No, oh I'll, need to, I'll need to go visit them at some point, but certainly not tonight. So do you guys want to pursue that any further? Um, I think we'll need to go back and explain the situation to everyone. The bit the bit that you um, missed in Citadel Volshink, which will um, catch up with Flora's ears at least pretty easily, is basically at some point when Cressidia became aware of what was going on, she went round and balled out Teora. But actually doesn't command her in any way, nor has yeah. she violated any actual orders. Yeah. So, Cressidia is just pissed in general. Oh, so Cressidia is annoyed that she told us? Well, a prisoner under her watch was, was, was murdered. murdered. Yeah. Cressidia oh. made a vow after yeah. um, what happened to um, Lucy's father that yeah. no more prisoners Cr- would be Cressidia murdered. Cressidia is pissed yeah. at Teora, but 
there's nothing she can do about it because Tiora doesn't work under her command. And, Tiora and even if she did, anything. she followed all the orders she was yeah. supposed to. Yeah, yeah. She's just there's nothing really that she could have done. Exactly. Yeah. And who the heck's going to stop Octavia? But exactly. <sighs> but Presidia is pissed anyhow because yep. they yeah. put under her watch. Exactly. Yeah. Probably yeah, playing a lawful character, Susan. Yeah. Ooh. This is why I'm neutral. <laughs> so yeah, they come back. Yeah. Info dump, do we? Yeah. We get the info dump. Yeah. It all, it all comes down to Mordell in the end. <laughs> oh, mommy knows who I am. <laughs> oh, so we've got the Martis's. Ah, Doctavia. Well, it's, this is kind of horrible, but it's not like it doesn't tell us anything about Octavia we didn't already know. That's um, true. I mean, we all saw her um, killing those civilians at um, the trial. Yeah. I should probably go see them. I would stay away. Far away. I agree. You could actually play the part of a spy for them. For Tenet. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's not been doing up until now. You can try. What? Well, he told us that he's been talking to Tenet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I must have missed that bit. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 he told us a while ago, but he yeah. let us know that he's been having the quiet communications with Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as if I haven't been talking to them about what we've been doing up until now anyway. Tanneth, not Octavia, the Tanneth. least crazy of the two. And yeah. I, I, I'm not and even certain. The more subtle of the two. I'm not certain. The, the more subtle of the two. And I'm not certain that was a good idea. I think keeping us from the Mandravius is as far apart as possible. Is a good plan. All of us. And we need to come up with some extra security for the manor. And what? for the and for the bits of the thieves camp uh, you and your family are staying in. Mm-hmm. What can we do that's magical? Alarm spells? Yeah, because I don't think having humans or sorry, when I say humans I mean like any yeah. kind of creatures. I don't think that's gonna be enough because they're sneaky. Uh, point of note, because Verrick actively endeavoured to make this known, he has not paid 150,000 gold pieces for a blank check contract or whatever. He has made exactly five payments of yeah. 35,000 gold apiece. He has taken out five contracts. Oh, that's yeah. specifically. Yeah. specifically. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so no one else. Because Verrick actively doesn't want to murder your families. Sweet. What do we know about the Red Mantis assassins in the way of how they do they actually do collateral damage or do they are they more precise? Uh, they said they filled that the, room full of cars. They have no objection to doing collateral damage whatsoever. They will lose no sleep over it morally or professionally. Okay. If they deem that to be the best way to go about a job they'll do it. But they they are not sadistic they are efficient. Okay. So if Nakoda fling, if they come to kill Silver in a method where Nakoda has the opportunity to fling himself between Silver and Nakoda, they'll kill they'll Nakoda. Kill. Yeah. yeah, but, but they, they won't go out of their but, way but, to but, kill Nakoda. But they won't like. But if they if they two of Brooks, them are, throw it when they can just sneak around. Yeah, yeah, if the two of them are asleep in the bed, they'll only coup de grace the Silver side of the bed. Yeah. yeah. Um. They they are also not um. Completely ridiculous. They are, they are a relatively practical organization. So it's not now that Virik has hired them, you guys will be pursued by assassins forever and ever and ever because the contract is up. It's Virik has hired 
these people, this group, to kill you. Yeah. Uh, he, well, specifically, he has hired the woman with the strawberry hair, yeah. Yeah. who might just be a random cutout or might be a Red Mantis assassin herself. Or might have a team. But basically, it is a finite number of threats you are dealing with. You yeah. are not forever fighting the entire Red Mantis organization. You are fighting the specific group who have been contracted to kill you. Cool. Yeah. So once they're dealt with, dealt with, and that's it. Sweet. I don't like it. Wow. Well, just have to... I don't want to be watching my back all the time. Last, you've got Octavia as an enemy. I've always had Octavia as my enemy. <laughs> I can <laughs> on hiring the Red Mantis Assassins too. <laughs> we, can double, we can pull our resources. Yeah, the um, thing is, um, it's like now she's your enemy, but you've always been her enemy. Yeah. yeah. You're now on her radar. Uh, and as the string of notes and letters continues to flow, there'll be another one that you bother right up because it's fairly simple that shows up by sort of semi-royal career again um, addressed to the Dragonmark heroes of Corvosa from Octavia Mandravius it says you're welcome uh, Flora will respond to that one Sorry? Flora will respond to that one? Yeah What do She'll take it and speak the person responding. Okay. You missed yeah. that Octavia sent us a message just saying you're welcome. Oh. Yeah. So what does do, do we and you write her a letter back? Yeah. I don't really know what I, I don't really know what to say, but I'll Well we don't have to say we anything. acknowledge your letter. Yeah, like, thank you. No, no, thank you. Just we acknowledge your letter. No, we are in Laura receipt of your communique dated such and such. Yeah. Laura would say thank you. Okay. Cool. So, was that, was that a revenge against us? Or was that her helping us out? Well, you know, you're by the best. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, my head's still kind of a little bit messed up. That's um, fine. That's fine. We'll can Silver do a read time. on that? Like, yeah. do I need a roll on it? Yeah, send part of Oh, that was a really low six. Yeah, but it's someone you know really well. 26. So, Octavia is not one for deeply subtle games. Um, If she was sending you something like, um, you know, you guys owe me big now, or um, uh, using that as a taunt against you, that, that would be more subtle than she usually plays at. Mm. It's very much exactly what it says on the tin. As far as she's concerned, this is what you wanted. So you should should be grateful to her. So she's... Okay. She's doing us a favour. Yeah. I I mean, she's helping helping herself as well. But yes, it's very much... This is the outcome you guys wanted. Now you have it. I've I've done the job. I've sorted your shit out and done the job for you. Thanks. We didn't need her help. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. yeah. Does that conclude the extent of Barrack-based investigations? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't yeah. Think we need to. Yeah. So I think um, we'll do some. Treasure Division next yeah. time, and cool. um, then roll into the new adventure. Yeah. Well, I do have a quick scene before we do the 
Treasure Division. We can do it now or we can do it next time. If oh, you... Well, I would suggest doing it next time because it's 10.20, but if it's something that particularly fits into now, we can do... Is it a closing note, say? It, it's, a qu- it's a quick one. All right, let's just yeah. do that then. Just between me and Jack. Yeah. So, Garen asked for you to come over to his workshop one day. Yeah. Um, so, us, you've been helping... Helping me out for a long time now. And I may not have been always been the best at expressing my gratitude to you. Uh, suffice to say that sometimes I've been downright rude to you. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pushes a box towards you. I made you something. It's yours and I'm not going to take no for an answer. Ooh. Jack picks in the box. What she sees are some masterwork thieves tools. Ooh. With a plus eight competency bonus. Seriously? Seriously. Ooh. Shiny. <laughs> Holy wow, shit. you can put that kind of a buff on thieves tools? Uh, I imagine it works off the same conception as um, uh, the rest of skill bonus. Yeah. Right, well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow, these are amazing. Uh, just uh, don't yeah. tell anybody I made them, alright? It's the one thing that doesn't have the forger's mark on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's on the outside of the box because the box is so pretty as well. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Yay! For a nail you have for all those difficult marks, you have a nice plus eight bonus. That is fantastic. <laughs> You're going to run your character sheet? Yeah. I'm totally going to run for my character sheet. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. So I presume this is a scenario because... Jack will totally offer to pay you for them, but I assume you're not going to He's going to straight out refuse. Because you, you yeah. can safely assume that when you are picking locks and disarming traps, you'll be using your lock picking and trap disarming things. Yeah, yeah. Beyond the, you know, we could have rare circumstances where you've been arrested and don't have them, but that's easy enough to take a bonus out. Yeah. Right. Yes. Jack, I will put $800 aside for the corner. Uh, I'll put some money aside for that so I won't buy myself my plus bonus weapon I've just done some math and if I want to get other shiny things and I can't yeah. um, so do you want to put 800 gold yeah. aside for that as well and we'll just have a nice consistent um, yeah. amount of money at the point where Silver volunteers, I'll ask if Garen wants to get in on it as well. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I thought I was doing something nice. You were. Yeah. I'm offering Garen the opportunity to also do something nice. Garen um, would like to, but he yeah. currently has the money booked for stuff. Yeah, well, you know, buying me presents. Yes. Very nice thing. <laughs> Alright, so... So your current, you do have masterwork tools at the moment. I do have current masterwork tools. At the moment. Okay, so that goes from a plus two bonus to a plus eight. Cool. All right. So that's the the masterwork tools normally give me a plus two. Correct. Yeah. Cool. So I'm going to mess up two plus six two. Total. Cool. Um, I was just checking that that's where that was coming from. Yeah. Because wow, that's going to be quite the upgrade <laughs> to my last thing. Um, I oh, I also need to do the Shante training thing as well. I haven't done that yet. I thought that was part of our background montage. You want uh, to get the Corvosa choir working on Uncle Vosa? Yeah, um, that, that can be stuff that happens in the background and stuff with the recruiting. Yeah. 
It doesn't have to be on screen or anything, but that's something that Silver wants to do. I'm just noting down. Um, so I'm kind of assuming that plus eight applies when I'm picking locks and doing traps and things. Yes. But it shouldn't apply when I'm like casing a joint or something like that because I do make last few rolls for that kind of thing. Uh, they're a confidence bonus to your skills. Oh, sweet! So they just make me better. Period. Yeah. 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 Like they, might have pe- they might have peering glasses and part of the kettle for, for, for the methodology of making sense of it, what you do is when you case the joint, you go, yeah, that window looks particularly vulnerable because I have a number 22 file. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So it opens new avenues for me because my tools are so good. Yeah. Yes. Alright, my last knee goes from a 16 to a 22. Yeah, Thank you I very mean, much, Gar. I, I might take it off the very odd thing, like, give me a last knee check to assess how good a thief you think this guy is, yeah. which has nothing to do with your tools or items, but yeah. they're going to be, you know, 95% of your checks are going to be the other guy. Yeah. Did you want to put to your letter in yours? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, so we've got miscellaneous, we've got a miscellaneous filing envelope. Yep. I don't need Rolf Lamb's creepy skill book because I've now learned all the spells I want from. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you can sell it. <laughs> we can uh, give it to the. Okay, yeah. Do people want to keep Zurich's murder note? Nope. Um, I was thinking we might want to keep it as a plot, yeah. a, a, as yeah. plot things. I'm not holding it. Yeah, well, we're not necessarily yeah. keeping it as a party, but as players, you know. No, no, no. My yeah. my character sheet's not touching that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I certainly am overjoyed to get Rob Lamb's creepy ass letters and journal out of my um out of my character sheet. That's right. Oh, nice um, surprise. Jared, yes. did, I, awesome. did I assess this right that the, oh, the girl in question is Melia? <laughs> or is it, is it still a mystery? It's what it says on the note. Okay, so do I need to do a, a sense motive roll for that? Well, you said, Jared said, do we want to keep investigating this barrack thing? Uh, note from Tanith. Yeah, the note from Tanith. Yeah. Nicely handled with Van Kasker and the subtle touch using the girl's proxy. Yeah. That, that would be Melia, right? Did I read that right? You can draw the conclusion you yeah. like as a player. There, that's that's. Those are the words. You, you've got a letter that's a secret code. That's bullshit, basically. Yeah. That's the le- that's the message that Tanith is sending to Silver. Okay. And, and reasonably casually, like it's it's encoded, but he hasn't taken great secret means to get it to you. Yeah. So you can make a sense motive check on that if you want to. Can I do that? Sure. Sorry, I'm I'm just a little bit I'm still a little bit brittle. I think it could mean Lucy as well. Because you can you've made every one of them you've complained about yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah, but this is Tanith. Um thirty. Sure. He's not exactly hiding it, is he? So Tanith is making absolutely no effort to be uh, any subtlety is in the initial encoding, and that's sort what of yeah. thing. Plus, is not thing. Um, so, he is drawing a conclusion of some kind mm. based on what's happened. Yeah. Um, to him, this is as clear as a bell. He yeah. thinks you should know what it means. Okay. It doesn't mean that's the case. That means that's what he thinks. Okay. I want to hold on so to the note. Tanith is not trying to. Um, obscure this from you or make it difficult in any way. Indeed, he's um, 
actively assuming that you're in possession of information that you may not necessarily be in possession of. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, that sort of makes sense. He is yeah. assuming something that's not necessarily true. Yeah. yeah. He okay. thinks you he's, know something he's about almost what? treating this as kind of a casual affair. Like, okay, you've you've sorted out the Van Kaskiken problem. Cool, nice job. And he thinks you because you're this cunning mastermind who organised this. You also know what he means. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't really give shit. Um, he doesn't really give shit one that Verick is dead, which is probably not a huge surprise to. It's certainly not a, a because Tanith has. No investment in Verrick whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. Indeed, yeah. Verrick is actively an enemy <coughs> to House um, Madrovius. It could be interpreted in many different ways. Yeah. So basically, what I needed to know was is it wasn't a straightforward message. It was. It's meant it, to be. It, it's meant cryptic. to be something that's a little bit cryptic for me. Maybe it's I'd not meant to be cryptic for yeah. you. It just uh, is cryptic for you. Yeah. No. It is cryptic. It, it's cryptic to Silver and to the player. But not because Tanith is trying to be cryptic. Yeah, yeah. It's still because you are, that we don't yeah, because know you are not in possession of information that he is or thinks he is or has bits of or whatever. Yeah, it's like it's like he's all like he thinks you know. Yeah, because <laughs> you know that he knows that you know yeah, that he knows. Exactly. Therefore, yeah. it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mysteries, deaths, yes. one hundred and fifty thousand gold pieces, Go on red mantis assassin.